you're listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about an overhaul is needed for bounties. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live on YouTube Monday through Friday during the day. Just go to saynotorage.com. That'll bring you right to the YouTube channel. If you want to support this podcast directly, you can either click join on YouTube to become a paying member, or you can go to sntrpresents.com sntrpresents.com will take you to the Patreon and you can pick any of those tier levels they match the YouTube tier levels and they come with Discord benefits uh, and you can get in there and submit questions maybe become part of the VIP call-ins if you're on YouTube hit and subscribe and the bell button's free and that helps me out immensely so thank you to everybody doing that so bounties have become a huge point of not just focus but I think of contention because anytime there's an event anytime they do anything bounties are a huge huge part of it and then the recaster in this season implemented more of them i want to say on the outset that if they make the appropriate changes to bounties i think bounties are fine i don't think bounties uh are are need to be removed uh you don't need to do any of that i I think that they're great if they make good quality changes to bounties we can still have weeklies dailies repeatables at virtually every npc so i want to say that uh on the outset that i don't think bounties are the problem just like in my videos about leveling leveling isn't bad we have bad leveling bounties are not the problem it's the way they've been implemented that is the problem so i'm going to talk about the design of bounties then i'm going to talk about the xp factor of bounties the experience factor like how much you level up by doing them and then i want to end by talking about the quantity and the delivery because it kind of feels like there's bounties everywhere there's a lot of them there's a lot of quantity and then how are they delivered how do we get them how do we turn them in and all of that so let's just start with design from a from i think from a very very beginning point they need to reconsider how bounties are completed from a design standpoint. I believe they should be shared with your fire team by proximity. So you do have, you have to be in proximity of the people that are doing the thing, right? So you're not needing to avoid people around you. Not even fire team. I would just say shared by proximity. If I'm around somebody in the public space or I matchmake into a strike, it's just shared. If I'm next to somebody doing it, I'm getting credit for it, so we're not like fighting over the enemies. And the reason for that is it can make bounties take a disproportionate amount of more extra time if you fall behind or you can't land the shot or somebody's throwing grenades or somebody's just going crazy with their super or their heavy and you can't get any kills. It makes people just sort of run to a lost sector because it's your own area or sometimes you might go into a nightfall by yourself and just handle everything there if it's the strike one. So before we even get into any of the other quality of life changes that we would want to see on bounties, you really, really have to avoid this separating from other players instinct or it's me versus them. We're competing for kills here. I think you remove that by making them shared by proximity. And then the second thing you do is you make them generic, then specific generic then specific what do i mean by that well if you make them generic and then specific it would be like get primary kills but do it without reloading get rapid primary kills get critical primary kills right that i think is how you do it you make it generic primary kills then you get specific get these types of primary kills so i can use whatever primary i want and this works for literally all the types of bounties that we get instead of saying 
getting shotgun or sniper kills. You would just say get secondary kills, get them rapidly, get them without reloading, get critical, you know, get critical ones. Now, I know on a secondary that might get a little dicey because you're like, well, I can't get critical kills with this shotgun or fusion rifle. I have to use a sniper. So you might want to limit it a little bit there. Do the same thing with heavies, right? Rapid you know, without reloading. If you start generic and then get specific, it would be a lot easier for people to not feel like bounties are a headache. Just today, I was like, I need this, I need that, I need arc, I need void, I need all these different things, and it makes it very, very difficult. You have to, like, comb over your loadout and make a lot of changes, and they become more trouble than they're worth. The other thing they need to do is synchronize them with what's going on in the game synchronize it with the flashpoint any planet specific bounties should be synchronized with whatever the flashpoint is for that week what are the burns if i'm going to go into a strike and it's a solar burn any elemental bounties should be solar for that week all bounties should be solar get solar kills get you know get solar grenade or super kills or whatever that's again you're allowed to be specific in that regard because it's then synchronized with what is going on in the game there's nothing more kind of annoying than being like get void kills and you're like but it's solar burn man why i don't want to take off my solar stuff to get void kills so synchronize them so to break it down Alright, you share them by proximity so you're not fighting your teammates, you make them more generic but have some specificity after they've made them more generic, and then you synchronize it with the flashpoint, the modifiers, the nightfall, and all those other things. Those are the three things they need to really look at from a design standpoint of bounties. Now let's talk about XP. The other thing that really started to happen in the discussion of bounties was that they were the primary means for leveling up. It was the absolute best way to level up, especially with the boosts you get from the season pass, and then when you get the little thing to appear right here, that is the you know shared wisdom because other people are in your fire team, and then people always make sure they have a guiding light ghost shell on. Okay, at a ground at a, at a very very ground level, I think that needs to be removed. No more shared wisdom. No more. Oh, make sure you have your ghost shell on. No, just bounties should have their XP unaffected by those things. So if you are a solo player or you're a player with the ghost shell and a full fire team, none of that should have any effect on the XP payout. I think you do that before you even get into any of the other discussions, because I think that's incredibly stupid to get more because you come and join my fire team in the lost sector and then I pop them all and I get more XP. That needs to go away immediately, alright? The tension with the XP payout of bounties is this. If it's too little, then why bother? If you completely gut XP payout on bounties, then people are going to say, why bother doing them? They don't really give XP anymore. What's the point of doing them? They've been completely gutted. Why am I grabbing them? Um, well, for a milestone, maybe, from like the gunsmith or, or vanguard? No. I actually think you keep the XP where it is. People are like, why would you do that? It's still going to be the primary means of getting XP. Hold on. The real issue with the XP payout wasn't that it was the primary means of leveling. It was that the primary means and the most efficient way to level and complete bounties was to go into a lost sector. So if you do all the things I said first, then it doesn't matter if you're getting a healthy amount of XP from bounties because naturally people would just be doing them together. You would actually probably complete them faster by being in strikes, by being in public spaces, by playing with other players. 
The other thing they need to do is raise the other sources of XP payout. Strikes, nightfalls, raids, dungeons, make it proportionate to the length of time. Average length of time completion should be what determines, you know, XP payout. So Lake of Shadows should not get as much XP as a longer strike. It's not hard for Bungie to crunch those numbers and say, hey, the average team completes this strike in X number of minutes, and you distribute XP accordingly. Then when you go into Nightfalls, you distribute XP according to the difficulty, right? If you're at Grandmaster, you're getting way more than somebody running the lower level ones. Dungeons and Raids, same deal. XP needs to be proportionate Oh, well, you just run dogs every five minutes and get a bunch of XP. They would need to look at all of that. So I would leave the XP distribution of bounties alone, increase it in other activities, and if you make the good quality of life changes that we outlined at the beginning of this video, it wouldn't be a big deal if you were getting a decent amount of XP because you were just playing with other players. If you gut them, there's a delicate balance between them becoming needless and them feeling like they're necessary. There's a delicate balance between there. If you make them needless, oh, I don't get any XP, what's the point? Throw them in the trash bin. If they're the best route for XP, they feel necessary. The way to make them not the best route for XP is to have better XP payout in other parts of the game. Let's end by talking about quantity, quantity, and delivery. All right. If you do everything I just talked about, it's okay for every NPC to have them. You go to an NPC and you're like, weeklies, dailies, repeatables. Oh, Jiminy Christmas, there's so many bounties. It doesn't matter if they have good quality of life changes. One change I would make to quantity is they need to be limiting weeklies and dailies at an account level. If you only have one character and you go to Zavala, you should be able to grab the weeklies six times right because there's two and if you have three characters you can get six weeklies six weekly limitation and the what would it be 12 i think 12 or 15 it's five dailies that's 15 or maybe it's four dailies it should be at an account level so if you only have one character you can get the same number of bounties as me when i rotate between my three characters i think that's a fair update and system that they need to make especially when bounties become a means of currency and upgrading a particular thing for a season or an event then it's totally fine to have an event that's bounty centric why you've made good quality of life updates to them they're not so needed and delivery let us grab them from orbit i think they've said they're willing to do that they're going to let us grab bounties from orbit these are great ways to make it to where bounties are a complimentary thing it's not that big of a deal if every npc or every event becomes bounty centric a currency grind or leveling up a, a, a recaster or something becomes attached to bounties it's not a big deal if they have the quality of life updates that we talked about in the beginning so both the quantity of where they are they're everywhere account limiting them and and letting us grab them from orbit and then having them from events all of that would be totally fine if you do some of the things we talked about in the beginning of this video we're going to transition to q a if you're here live don't go anywhere if you're a paying member you can start submitting questions or if you're a vip you know after q a is over you can take part in the call-in sessions if you're listening to this on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can always support me live at say no to rage.com or click join or go to sntrpresents.com for the patreon and as always please like share and subscribe 
Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about bounties needing an overhaul. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can catch me live on YouTube Monday through Friday at SayNoToRage.com. If you want to support me directly, you can click the Join button on YouTube and pick one of the tiers. The same tiers and benefits are also on Patreon if that's easier for you. SNTRPresents.com will take you to the Patreon. Get in the Discord, get the benefits. We do the VIP call-ins after Q&A, so if you want to be a VIP, you can pick that tier on YouTube or Patreon. So, I'm going to jump right into the questions. Also, if you're tier 1 or above, that's how you submit questions, either in the Discord or in the YouTube chat right now. First question from Temper. Do you think Bungie's bounty problem actually lays with the premise that they have busy work bounties like most MMOs have uh, while adhering to strict FPS gameplay loops that get very samey after a run or two. I actually don't think this is the problem because one of the natures of, of Destiny is repeating content. Now, I think you're, you're close to it, though. It's the busy work, right? It's when they get way too specific. When they're way too specific and I can't just run through a strike, I'm constantly checking my bounties. That's the problem. This is why in my video I said they need to get generic and then get specific. Get primary kills. Okay, I can do that. Okay, and then beneath that it's get rapid primary kills. Get primary kills without reloading. Get critical primary kills. Do you see what I'm saying? It's generic, then it gets specific. So then you're just playing through the strike and you're having to kind of pay attention to it, but not in a super play flow or tedious or disruptive way. As you say, it's like busy work, you know, get grenade kills. I can't get grenade kills. My buddy keeps killing everything, right? Crub crumb. Thank you for clicking the join button and becoming a rageous tier one. Enjoy the emotes and the discord perks. So I don't, I don't think that it's because of the the FPS gameplay loops are samey. It's not that at all. The actual gameplay loop of Destiny is allowed to be repetitious and samey. It's totally fine. Whether you're running strikes, crucible, public events, whatever, that repetition is 100% fine. It's honest. It's honestly an identity marker of Destiny and games like it. Whether you're you know, playing Diablo or any other game, the gameplay loop is, is going to be repetitive. Um, that's fair. I agree with that. It's temper, by the way. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So this is where I always like to get to the heart of the issue. Cause people are like, oh, it's just so repetitious. It's just, I'm getting so tired of doing the same thing over and over. I'm like, yeah, but that's the game. That's essentially the name of the game. That's essentially the, the, the identity of destiny and games like it is that you're running a content loop that is by its nature repetitious. The difference between it being tedious, busy work, and it just being something that kind of naturally happens and is enjoyable and you feel like a sense of progression, that's where the difference needs to lie. Making me get out a sidearm or a fusion rifle or a linear fusion or any of those things, I just, I don't think, I, I don't know. I, I don't think those things help the gameplay flow. You're constantly... If you didn't have access to Dim, it's even worse. It's even worse. Because then I got to go into the disc... I got to go into Dim, or I got to go to the tower, or I got to swap. Because a lot of the times I pick my player, and I'm like, oh, I don't have an auto rifle, I don't have a scout, I don't have a this, I don't have a that. So even it's even worse if you don't run something like Dim. So that, that the nature... The nature of bounties are 
are what's are what's wrong. It's not the spirit of a bounty is fine. The idea of grabbing a bounty, doing a thing, and getting some extra XP is totally fine. You know, if you don't have access to dim in twenty twenty, you have bigger issues than bounties. <laughs> I would not play without dim. Um, yeah, what makes you think we're up at six a.m. If you aren't, <laughs> hey, different time zones, different time zones. MG Avenger. Bounties have always been a core part of the game, but more of an optional endeavor, not a mandatory one like they feel now. Do you think removing the core grind focus on bounties would lessen the chore feeling the current system has? Uh, This is what I tried to touch on in the video. There's a delicate balance between them becoming needless and necessary. If you picture those as two pits to fall in, Oh, they're so necessary right now. That's kind of the pit and the rut that we've fallen into. The other pit and the other rut is they're just needless. They're just dumb. You know, let's be extreme. Let's just be extreme for an example and for a thought experiment. If, um, if bounties only gave you 100 XP for every bounty, whether it's a weekly, daily, or repeatable or whatever, such a small amount that the time of clicking it, getting it, grabbing it, and completing it feels like an absolute waste of time. You've now fallen into the ditch of it being needless. It's just another rut where people are like, why do bounties? What a joke, you know? And so, if you remember in Destiny 1, when Rise of Iron came out, what was the NPC in the... the he was Cade's friend. Was it Shino or something? I forget his name. He was in... He was in the Iron the Iron Temple uh, public space, and you could grab his bounties. He was another hunter. Shiro, thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah, Shiro. Shiro bounties were amazing. Yeah, Shirt. Yeah, his name was Shirt. Um, <laughs> autocorrect is so great. Yeah, so his bounties were amazing. People are always like, why are you grabbing his bounties? I'm like, dude, you can roll over your rep with Vanguard and a faction almost one and a half times with his bounties he was awesome and so that right there i think is proof positive that if you do if you do have bounties that are that feel rewarding and worth doing people will do them but right now the general problem is as i highlighted in my video xp from activities is non-existent so they feel necessary i don't think the path forward is to gut the xp on bounties I think what you do is you leave bounties as they are, do the quality of life changes so you don't feel like you have to run into a lost sector. If you fix that problem where I can be in the public space, I can matchmake in a strike, I can play a nightfall dungeon or raid with my buddies, and I'm not competing for killing ads, right? They're shared. If you fix that, if you fix that, then it's it doesn't it doesn't feel like oh I gotta go run to a lost sector. So when you fix that quality, then on top of that you say, okay, now XP payout will make more sense across activities. Really, really quick strikes and lost sectors in public events would be like the lowest amount of XP. Slightly longer strikes would be a little bit more, then nightfalls would be more, grandmasters would be more, dungeons would be more, raids would be more, trials. I actually think trials does a really good job with XP, from what I gather. So if you did that, you would naturally drive people away from Lost Sectors and into activities, and if they were more, as we said, more generic, then they would just sort of like, you grab them and you do them, and it's not this giant focal point. 
I feel the bounty should be used for something else, like another true source of materials or currencies. I I I should have included that in the video. I didn't even think about that. Bounty should drop more than XP would be a good moniker, would be a good motto. You know, bounties should drop more than XP. Currency, shards. Maybe weeklies have a chance to drop an item or a gun. I disagree with your idea about how someone with one character can get the same amount of bounties as me with three characters. Having three characters has the plus of more XP loot from bounties. Okay, but let me show you why that's kind of convoluted, Brood. Your season pass levels up and gets XP and so does your artifact at an account level. Does that make sense? So you're getting the benefit of running all those extra bounties and you're actually benefiting from something that's account level well then so should bounty limitation that to me is logical and harmonious if you can play for 10 hours in a day and this guy can play for 10 hours in a day who cares if he just wants to play on a warlock you can both get the same amount of xp it's account based xp why would you not limit the bounties account base as well that to me lines up and is logical right now it's almost like you get to cheat with three characters you get all this extra xp and you get to dump it in the same bucket it's not character based you don't have character based season pass or character based artifact if you want to be rigid and logical then you should have character based levels on your artifact and on your season pass play three warlocks then Bounties should not be the main way to get XP, but they could be used to level up vendors for additional rewards. That's another thing. That's another thing that I think they could look into doing is saying, oh, this vendor has a rank and you're ranking up this vendor and there's benefits that come from that. That goes back to making them all look like obelisks. Oh, for this season, you get this benefit and that benefit at at rank 25 and 50 and on and on down the line. Then when you do that, you're giving people, I think, more of a sense of a, a micro goal of the bounties attached to a macro goal of the the rank with the the rank with the NPC. The lost uh, the last uh, Kokui says, with bounties right now mainly focusing on certain tasks, get a hundred kills with blank weapon. Do you think that they should uh, switch to something more like Ikora had, where you would run a mission? and run patrol adventures and you implement those more there's also people that want the challenges to come back remember the challenges you like get your ghost out and it would be like get art kills and strikes and it would just be there as a challenge it wouldn't be a bounty you could grab it was like an activity challenge there's probably room for that type of um, that type of like extra layer of hey go do this thing but I don't think we need to completely switch all bounties to something like what they had with Ikora where you're like rerunning missions and stuff as I said at the beginning of the video and at the end I think having bounties sort of everywhere I think the quantity of bounties every NPC's got weeklies dailies and repeatables the quantity is fine if the quality is there if the quality of bounties goes up to where they're shared with your whoever you're playing with as long as you're in proximity you gotta be in proximity for sharing them so you're getting credit for what your buddy's doing and vice versa you know and make them more generic then it doesn't matter that they're everywhere especially if they're gonna let us grab bounties from orbit you know what I mean if you're gonna grab bounties from orbit then it it really doesn't matter that there's a lot of them 
characters help your account level it's unfair for someone to put a ton of time into all three characters just to realize that someone on a hunter can do the same brood you have the answer in your in your what you just stated you put a ton of time into all three characters and i can do that on hunter you know what's fair in that equation we're both putting in the same amount of time we're both putting in the same amount of time you're playing as much as me I did the same amount of bounties as you I killed the same number of bad guys I did the same number of strikes we're both doing the same thing equal time in equal results out that's logical and harmonious and if leveling is streamlined then this that's not even a part of the discussion anymore leveling should not be a you need three and you do everything on one then pass the gun to your second and boomerang the second and blah, blah, blah. no 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 just play and level and if you only have one character or you're just as i said you're just vibing with your warlock you really love the build you came up with then keep playing on your warlock you know I just want to do my Warlock and Titan this week. So I'm going to do four weeklies on my Warlock instead of two, two, and two. I'm going to do four on the Warlock and then two on the Titan. Who cares? Bounties should be account level limited for people with one character or people who just don't feel like booting up their Hunter today or their Titan or whatever. You know? Surge 606. Lona, I know you've had discussions on this before, but wouldn't it make more sense for a game that pushes you to do more stuff with the fire team to actually count kills with the rest of the group? I'm so tired of competing for kills. You're in agreement with the first point I made in the video underneath the design element. Shared by proximity. And I I, I made sure to say that because every time we always bring up sharing bounties, people are like, well, somebody's going to AFK. No, it's shared by proximity. If I'm next to you or you're next to me and we're both killing the ads with grenades or whatever we're both bene- we're both benefiting from it okay now obviously if i don't need grenade kills anymore and you're just chucking grenades like a madman well sure that's going to you know be a slight frustration but not like it is now the way it is now it's like my gosh i'm just trying to get a couple more grenade kills and this guy over here is just like sweating try harding in this strike he's killing everything in front of me it's it's frustrating that's why people go to a lost sector you're like man I needed three more grenade kills and you just nuked the boss killed all the ads and I couldn't get three more grenade kills now I gotta run another strike right you always have those last like those odd man out bounties that you just can't get finished so that I think what you're saying is exactly is exactly in line with what I was saying that the, the the identity of this game is that we're supposed to do things together and everybody's going to like the one place in the in the in the in the game where you can't have other people in there it's like you've built this big huge amazing gymnasium and everybody's running over to this little corner room and locking the door and staying in there by themselves and it's like man everybody get out here and play you know we're trying to play all these games and trying to play dodgeball and all this everything and everybody's just going there over in the corner you build this big huge area and game that's you know meant to bring people together and you're driving them apart with the design you know what i mean it does make sense that time in same gets the same things out to play devil's advocate the only point of doing a titan hunter is to level loot but you've already done your bounties for your account but this is why leveling should be different brood it should be more about it should it should be more about chasing loot 
than chasing leveling. And the main reason for that is you're usually done with leveling in a week or two anyway. The season is three months long, and the most dedicated players with multiple characters that really maximize leveling with their multiple characters, like, yeah, like you're saying, like with milestones, if you're maximizing leveling with three characters, you're, you're done in a week or two anyway. So what benefit, it's not benefiting you in a couple of weeks. Leveling, as, as Teddy's saying, and I've said it very many, many times, we need to keep banging on that drum. Leveling is not content. Leveling should be automatic. Time in, progress out. If you're playing on three characters and I'm playing on one character, it's totally fine that we're making similar leveling progress. There's nothing wrong with that. Why? You're putting in the same number of hours as me. Now, obviously, think of it this way. If if you make leveling more linear and you and you can keep running milestones. Remember how we said like, "Oh, you should be able to keep running the milestones. Every three strikes, you get a powerful and in between you're getting backfilled because everything's dropping at your level, right?" If I run enough strikes, milestones, and leveling to get my Titan all the way leveled up, and you do it on your Hunter, we both got the same result. We got a max-leveled character from X number hours of play, all right? And then you switch to another character, you can't be like, well, that's not fair. I'm going to have to level this character again because, you know... I, I want to have this other character. Well, yeah, that's 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 part of the requirement of having another character. But that's not fair. That person over there only has one character. Yeah, which means there's entire armor sets and exotics they can't get and use. There's entire uh, subclasses and builds they can't use. They have they have one character. If you want to have access to the n- more stuff, those other exotics, those other builds, those other abilities, then you have to level up those other characters. Would I just slice all my bounties for my characters so that I can kill two birds with one stone when I do my milestones just like other seasons before? I would think you would always want to have bounties with you for the extra XP. It would be a complimentary amount of XP on top of the, the good XP from the activities. Uh, tired of hearing about leveling in a week and then I can't complain there's no content. Like, no, I had to do the leveling to even get to the content. Right, they, you know, they, they make leveling that, that, that entrance point hurdle. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, next question. Barrett, should bounties focus more on rewards that aren't just XP, but more substantial rewards, materials, mods, ETC? Also, should exotic weapon bounties return? We, yeah, we've touched on this. Um, we've touched on this. I think that, um... Uh, I think if if you're gonna retool the bounties, I would lean more toward the NPC looking like an obelisk than like throwing materials and mods or something into bounties. Now maybe the weeklies could have like an opportunity to drop like an item or something, but in general, if you're gonna come to me and say, "Hey, Lono, you're in charge of retooling bounties," we we, we don't want them to just be XP. What what do you want to do with them? I would say, okay they're going to directly apply to the rank of the vendor that they came from and then the vendor needs to look like an obelisk that has seasonal rank rewards seasonal benefits and then like long term seasonal goals once you max this vendor out you get like an exotic ship sparrow ghost or something or an ornament for your gun or an ornamental set for your armor or whatever and then you're giving people what I feel like is is an appropriate is it feels like an appropriate goal 
you're not just doing bounties for bounty's sake or you're not just doing bounties as like a um well if it do them for the xp is there any other reason well no well there would be if you're like well no i want to do these i don't want to ignore them because when i hit rank 50 on this npc i'm gonna get fill in the blank it's kind of similar when you look at the remember upgrading the obelisks and remember when we up we've been upgrading the recaster you upgrade the recaster for the umbral engrams and you see all those benefits you see all those perks that you're going to get out in the world you're going to get all those perks um you know whenever you're focusing your umbrals or whatever if an npc looked like that then you would feel like nah dude i gotta grab the bounties gotta grab the bounties i gotta level up my rank with zavala because at rank 27 i'm gonna be able to get blank or my my weapon boon focusing in strikes is going to become more efficient you know what i mean that's what i would do wouldn't having leveling of vendors tied to bounties make them feel even more must do i mean that's decent pushback darksider but i feel like they have to have some purpose take everything that I said though make them more generic make them shared make them something that we can grab from orbit so if you're more focused on crucible and I'm more focused on strikes I'm leveling Zavala you're leveling shacks and there's benefits that we get from that like grabbing the bounties from the recaster grabbing the bounties from the um, the obelisk to level the obelisk I would rather have bounties be something that gives me a clear in-game benefit than just like, oh, it's just XP. You know? If they're going to persist, they need to have more purpose. As I said, there's a fine line between bounties becoming necessary or needless. I think if you gut them of XP or they don't really serve any grand purpose, you just now they're needless. The bounty's purpose is to be some optional rewards to do randomly while you're in activities. And if those optional rewards are too tenuous or not that great, then they, they fall into the category of feeling needless and pointless. Listen, if think of it this way. If I'm running strikes, why wouldn't I be grabbing bounties from Zavala? If I'm playing a lot of PvE, why would I not be grabbing Zavala and Gunsmith bounties? If I'm playing PvP, why would I not be grabbing bounties from Crucible? You, the assumption should be that we are grabbing them. The means by which we complete them needs to be simplified, and what they give us probably could afford to be more than just XP, but maybe something directly tied to the NPC itself. And you're like, well, that feels necessary. What? they should feel like kind of a sensible contextual choice like I'm gonna go do this let me grab bounties just like an event welcome to festival of the lost welcome to the dawning the bounties can be the mechanism and that's totally fine for the currency and the leveling or whatever of the event that's totally fine if you say they're more generic now and they're shared with your fire team they're shared with whoever you're playing with and in proximity with Nobody would even question it. You know what I mean? They would just grab them. They would just grab them. How about you stop streaming a blank orbit screen and actually have gameplay when you do your Q&A sessions? Man, if if I if I could pay money for bad advice, I guess I would come to you and consult you on how to run my channel, but uh <laughs> I I think I've got it under control. <laughs> I think I've got it under control. Um, this channel's not built around gameplay. 
So, yeah, I think I think it's totally fine to say bounties have a benefit. They have a purpose if they get completed more naturally and more organically just from you playing and right? And if you if you gen- make them a little bit more generic. So I'm not constantly switching to a sidearm, a sniper, a machine gun, a sword, a linear fusion. I'm just playing the game, you know? LL Brood. I'm one of the few people who like bounties. What's the problem if the amount uh, of XP uh, aren't nerfed and the activities are buffed? There wouldn't be a need to do bounties because you could do activities and get the same amount of XP towards it, vice versa. Well, well, now hang on, though. Hang on, right? Hang on. You're going to get the most. These aren't these aren't juxtaposed here. They're not they're not against each other. If you leave bounty XP alone and you buff activities, I'm going to do both. Why would you not? Hey, you can get this amount of XP. It's the same as if you just run strikes. Yeah, but what if I do them at the same time? <laughs> what if I run strikes and I do bounties? I'm going to get more, right? That's how it should work. Right now, this is generally what happens. There are two like analytical decisions that the player makes that drives us to lost sectors. At one level, bounties get bounty progression and efficiency gets interference from playing with others, drives you to a lost sector. The other thing that drives you to the lost sector is I don't really get XP from activities. So running in a circle to complete bounties is best. If you got a ton of XP from strikes, you might do the math and say, uh, I know the bounty completion is a little bit slower when I'm in a strike. Even if they don't give you the shared option, right? You know what I'm saying? Even if they don't give you the shared option, at the very least, you would be like, I'm going to get way more if I complete these bounties while I'm in the strike. I think it needs to be a both and. I think you need to stop driving people away from other players and on the same token, you also need to make bounties not be the absolute best source of XP. You're doing two things, driving players together and incentivizing activity engagement. You're hitting it from two angles. Stop going into a lost sector. Why? Cuz you can you can do you can do bounties with with while being around people now. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, and activities are a great source of XP now. Oh. So you're hitting it from two sides. I don't think if you did that, anybody would look at bounties and be like, oh, forget that. Especially if you can grab them in orbit. Why would you not, right? You know what I mean? Why would you not? We don't need to pile on, guys. They said, have some background recorded gameplay. In my opinion, I agree that bounties need an overhaul or give us some rewards to them because right now. Fly, you just must not be familiar with my content. My ability to engage and do Q&A is just better without gameplay. Um, and I've just, it's kind of become a meme in the channel that I orbit gameplay is what you get here. It's kind of a joke by now. I've been doing this for years, so we don't, we didn't, we don't need, didn't mean to dogpile on you, but coming in and telling me how to run the show after I've been doing it for this way for so long, I mean, what people are going to get a little defensive. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Han Brolo. Um, a lot of MMOs have a huge content release to fill time before the next DLC. Bungie's releases are quite large, but they offer little replayability after a couple months. Is this bounty problem a solution to not having enough DLC content between releases? Well, this is one of the reasons I've really, really tried to, to hammer away on the idea of macro seasonal goals. 
macro seasonal goals. What I mean by that is a micro goal is a daily bounty, uh, a repeatable, uh, a weekly milestone. Those are micro goals. They are goals and things you can work on in a smaller amount of time. A macro, a macro goal would be something that you work on over a, um, a long period of time, right? The whole season. Um, uh, and because of that, because of that, I think that would be the better solution. I don't want Bungie to lean on bounties at the end of a season. I think that gets kind of silly. I also think letting people save bounties is, is just arguably stupid. That needs to go away. My solution for keeping people from saving bounties is that right now, if you're grabbing bounties, it should say season of arrivals, Vanguard bounty, season of arrivals, crucible bounty. It's literally a bounty for this season. And when this season ends, they go bye-bye. When they changed the Vanguard bounties, they didn't delete your bounties. They literally went in and changed them. Right? They went in and changed them. I think that's the solution for people saving bounties. And then the second thing is, if I want to hit, you know, level 100 with with an NPC then that's something that gives me a, like, oh man, I'm going to work on that. That's a long-term goal, you know? Because if not, it's like, like you're saying, and, and I think this is okay. I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but it does dry up for the more hardcore players. I think, I think seasons being front heavy makes good business sense. Okay. If you're a less, if you frequent the game a little bit less and you pay the $10 Everything being front heavy is really, really good value transmission. You play, you get stuff at a very quick interval those first couple of weeks. That's good for the casuals in the mid lanes to be like, you know what? I got my $10 worth. That was really fun. It being really, really front heavy, though, doesn't work as well for hardcore players because you shred it all, you know? Now, I will say this. I will say this. Going forward, um... Uh, I'll consider opening it up to more than one question, Demins. I've kind of liked having it limited, though. I feel like the quality of Q&A has been better. Going forward, we have to remember something. Seasonal content is not going to expire, right? It's not going to expire after three months. Think about it like that. So when Sundial got introduced, they had to dump everything in the game, in the season, in the first month. Why? Because Sundial's going away in three months. If content's not going to expire at that quick of an interval, they could start to bolster a season by saying, well, in the second month, we're going to add more loot to that activity. Why? Well, because it's not limited to just that season. It's a year. It's around for an entire year. I would hope they would consider that. So the, the the more hardcore player gets into month two and they're like, ah, I'm kind of done. No, you're not. Here's some new loot, right? Here's here's some new loot for that activity. Because if, if, if you were going to do, right, if you were going to do that with Sundial, it would have ticked people off. They'd have been like, oh, it's halfway through the season. You just added a bunch more weapons. Man, I, I wish I would have had the full, the whole season to go for these. Now that doesn't matter anymore. If Sundial would have lasted for 12 months, they could have trickled out the loot in Sundial and nobody would have cared. I mean, people probably would have complained. They complain about everything. But to a certain degree, to a certain degree, no. 
Would this create issues with sunsetting, though, in a way of I got cheated of two months, three months of gun usage? That's where I think people sometimes, Darksider, are going to really strain to criticize sunsetting. If I lose a month or two, I I don't. I don't know. I I don't know. It's, it's, it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. You either dump everything in the game in the first month, and the season's super front-heavy, which is bad for longevity and relevancy, right? Or, or you spread it out, and then you run the risk of somebody complaining like, oh, I just lost a month of sunsetting. Instead of being able to get this gun in the first month, it landed in the second month. Oh, sh- oh, shut the frick up. Like, seriously, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, think, I think what you're saying is valid, Darksider, but I think it's going to get overstated if somebody's going to have a problem with that. This gun should have dropped in the first month, first day. Huh? Why? Because of sunsetting. Oh, settle down. Settle down. Now, if they added guns to the seasonal activity the last week of the season, I would be on your side. I'd be like, well, that's a little dumb. The new season's about to start. And this has the infusion limitation of, of, of the winter season. We're about to start the spring season. But if it's like five or six weeks into the season, oh, get over it. Just get, just get over it. It's not even like you could take it into the end game in the first five or six weeks anyway. You just got it. You're not even leveling it all the way up yet. You just got the weapon. Do you see what I'm saying? I think people need to really slow down with that criticism of being like, I cannot believe this gun launched five weeks into the season. I now get five weeks less on sunsetting. And this is just unconscionable, right? A better system would be to have all guns available from the start, but rotate it legally which wins you can get. Yeah, with that, you can run into the Mindbenders problem there, Darksider. Right? Then you run into the Mindbenders problem. You gotta be careful with that, too. I am, I am willing to concede that there is a danger of being like, oh man, it took me five, four, however many months to get this weapon. That, that hurts my sunsetting shelf life. I'm willing to concede that you can't have the Mindbenders grind. But you also can't be like, Bungie, when a new season starts, every gun, every piece of gear, every piece of armor, all of it needs to be in the game day one to maximize potential sunsetting. Are we really going to strain that hard at it? Oh, the dungeon launched four weeks into the season. Oh, that's four weeks of lost sunsetting. Oh, the raid launched a week and a half into, into the season. Oh, that's a week and a half of lost sunsetting time. People have just got to settle the frick down about that, you know? The Mindbenders problem was created by being available only two weeks in a three-month period. Right, and you saying that they rotate the guns isn't automatically the Mindbenders problem, but it certainly could be. You certainly could say, oh, I gotta wait two weeks to try again. What if you wait two weeks to try again, and now you're on vacation and can't play, right? So it's like, if they make the gun available five weeks into the season and you can grind for it anytime you want, well, then you, you you don't have to worry about orchestrating your life around when the freaking gun's available. I like Rhythmic Urgency, but Rhythmic Urgency stands as a giant threat to sunsetting because it's like, if you miss that week or can't play as much that week, you're like, well, dang it, this is the week to get it and now it's going to go away for a week or two. You see what I'm saying? Oh man, I can play a bunch this week, but it's the shotgun and the boots. I need the hand cannon and the helmet rotating gear like that is also dangerous because then you run into that 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 problem as well the rotation of the frames at, at, at black armory 
I originally thought they rotating them was good because of rhythmic urgency, but with sunsetting, I don't think you can have that kind of rhythmic urgency anymore. I think rhythmic urgency and sunsetting are at odds with each other. But I don't think rhythm. I don't think sunsetting is at odds with a um, a drip feed of loot. Drip feed of loot and sunsetting are not at odds because once it's in the game, it's in the game. Sunsetting and rhythmic urgency are at odds with each other because you might miss that week or can't play that week, and that was the thing you wanted. And now you now now a week or two goes by and you can't even try to get it. Oh, I can play a bunch this week. Doggone it! It's not the right thing. So rhythmic urgency doesn't square with sunsetting, but I think drip feeding guns does, especially if we're on a twelve month cycle. It's like, bro, you're gonna get the gun and you're gonna be able to use it for. 10, 9 to 10 months. That's plenty of time. You know? This idea that like sunsetting is this looming axe that like, oh my gosh, I didn't get a full exact stopwatch 12 months out of the gun. A crime has been committed. It's like, yo, settle down. (laughs) Settle down. You're not going to get a full 12 months out of every weapon. That's not conceivable. There's going to be a grind period. Aren't the first couple of weeks of the season the most played? Wouldn't drip feeding have similar issues where the gun gets later introduced in a period where the season and the activity fall? Uh, in the period of the season where the activity falls? I'm not saying they have to do this. I'm saying they could, and it might fix some of the dry up where people are like, yep, no reason to play. Look at the calendar and then look at the, the, the player behavior. There's always a player bump when a, uh, um, uh, like a holiday event happens or Iron Banner happens or, oh, this new thing, this new exotic quest, right? You see the player numbers jump. You'd probably have the same impact on the player base if you said, oh, hey, on week five, we're adding, we're adding um, volume two of weapons to that activity. If, if halfway through Season of Dawn, they were like, hey, you were only able to get a sidearm auto rifle scout and a, and a, and a linear fusion. Well, now there's, uh, and, uh, all the other ones, right? The grenade launcher. Now there's this, then there's that there's a fusion rifle. You'd be like, Oh wow. They just doubled the loot pool of sundial. And you would, that would create that intrigue and interest and people would come back and play. Having that one new trinket won't carry them over anyway. You know the platitude they use? Well, no, no, no. Think of it this way. If you've got 10 total weapons for a given activity, and for the first month, only 5 are available, and then in month 2, you add 5 more, I don't know about you, but I think that works. You know? I think that works. I I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any reason, any reason for that, uh, that to cause any problems. That's going to cause people to care. That's going to cause people to jump back in and play more. Agent Atwood. Do you believe repeatable bounties should be a thing in the future, or do you believe that they should be axed? Why or why not? The reason that I'm okay with repeatable bounties if they um, if they if they add the quality of life adjustments that I outlined, the reason I'd be okay with repeatables is because if you're going to play uh, if you're going to play strikes all day if you're going to play crucible all day I think it's totally fine to have repeatables it's totally fine yo William uh, Duncan that they're already gone there's no reason to reply to people like that it's fine don't there's no reason to reply <coughs> we get rid of them and most people don't even see what see them because they're nothing so just move on bud 
Or move on, bro. Sorry. Um, yeah, I don't think you need to axe repeatables. I think as long as you institute the quality of life things that we've talked about, you can grab them from Orbit. They're more generic. The XP uh, is fine, but generally it's shared. Like if you're if other people are you know you're playing, um, you um, you know you, you don't have to worry about people stealing kills that sort of thing. I think I think that would make repeatables totally fine. Nick uh, D says, "What are your thoughts on removing bounties altogether and instead of having a weekly daily rotating challenge list solely for what would be the bounty related rewards?" Well, people familiar with my content can probably predict what I'm going to say here. I'm I am almost never in support of getting rid of a system I'm always more in support of refining the existing system it's it's probably a better use of of you know there we love this word right it's a better it's probably a better and more efficient use of their bandwidth they're going to get more accomplished by refining an existing system rather than just getting rid of the entire thing okay because here's what would happen they get rid of bounties. They go to a challenge system. That system would likely have problems, shortcomings, things that got overlooked that would need to be refined later, and you're basically back to square one anyway. Right? You're basically back to square one. So, if they refine the existing bounty system, it's already here. We're already accustomed to it. Weeklies, dailies, repeatables, it's part of the ritual, it's part of the fabric of the game. Refine it and make it better. Let us grab them from orbit. Let them be shared. Let them be more generic. Add XP add XP payout for activities that's more sensible so it doesn't feel like the only thing worth doing. Right? If they do that, then your suggestion just it, it just it's just it's just not needed. <clears throat> Every time look at Armor 2.0 as a perfect example. Armor 2.0 lands in the game whole new system and how many things have they had to address seasonal mod flexibility stacking mods glitched mods there's all these things they've had to refine and tinker with the same thing would happen if you got rid of bounties and you went to a rotating challenge list there would be things like oh there's this one you can do in 60 seconds and you can keep doing it over and over again and oh my gosh my i max my season pass in 20 minutes right there's always going to be those unforeseen things those things that are you know looked over or I should say overlooked. And that's why I've every time these subjects come up, I'm like, do not jettison a system from the game. Refine it. I very rarely am like, get this out of here. This is awful. I'm like, no, make it better. Improve the quality. We already know it. We're already accustomed to it. Let, you know, refine it. Darksider. Do you think the problem with bounties lies more with the player's mentality of focusing only on the goal and how to reach it fastest instead of taking the bounties as an optional boost? Well, here's the thing. You can't change that. You cannot change. That's that's human instinct. That's innate to our existence. The path finding the path of least resistance. We joked about that earlier. You you do that in your driving and trying to find shortcuts and oh I'm going to go upstairs and if I grab my book bag and put my shoes on, if I grab my coffee mug, I can do it all in one trip. You try to find the path of least resistance. You try to maximize, you know, your grocery bag carry-in efficiency. I'm going to carry all these grocery bags in. I am not taking two trips, right? We we're built with that in in internally. 
it's an instinct it's not it's not like a choice i mean it is a choice but it's not something that you're like well i am committed to finding the path of least resistance you just naturally sort of do it and so i don't think you can change that but, but what i think you can do is remove the, the 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 barbs and the snags that make people feel like oh i i hate doing bounties and strikes all right i was doing bounties just before this in strikes just to get what the experience felt like. And do you want to know what happened? I had like six bounties that were half full or 75% full and a bunch that weren't. And they were so specific and so dumb that I just got out of the strike playlist. I went to, uh, I picked the strike because I needed Taken. I picked the strike um, from the from the director, killed a bunch of Taken. And then when I was done, do you want to know what I did? I went into a lost sector, or I went into a I went into a nightfall and went into a lost sector, or I I think no, my buddy stayed with me and I picked a strike off the off the director and went into a lost sector. Just stupid, like it it became a it became a nuisance. It's like this is a nuisance. I need to get what? I need to get super kills. Great. Oh, I need to get solar super kills and void super kills. Why? For a a, a meager amount of XP. And if I'm playing with my buddies and I'm trying to get super kills and I launch my Nova and they throw a grenade at the same time, Nova was wasted. I got to wait another couple minutes to get my super back. And so that was one of the reasons why I grabbed a bunch of bounties and ran strikes today just to feel what it felt like. And about half of the bounties got kind of completed on their own. I did have to keep switching weapons. I switched from an auto rifle to a hand cannon, to a sidearm, to a shotgun, to a linear fusion, um, to a, I don't think I switched the, the the heavy. I did all those switches, and I still only got about half the bounties done. It's like, this is why I say they either become there's like three options: they're needless, they're a necessity, or they're a nuisance. And right now they're kind of both necessity and nuisance at the same time. It's like, I don't want to do this, man. Um, and so if those bounties would have been generic. I would have gotten them done in three or four strikes. I would get my milestone done. I'd be able to move on to something else. And so when they're 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 so hyper specific, I I looked at them and I was like, I'm sick of this, and I just left the strike playlist. And I probably put up with longer. I probably put up with it longer than most people would. Most people don't even try to do them in strikes. They're like, nah, forget it. It's too frustrating, and they just go to a lost sector, which is completely understandable and respectable it really really is it's like i i get it i totally get it it makes plenty of sense it makes plenty of sense the real uh kikia says what if bounties were done like in modern warfare 2 like 100 ar kills and it increases as you complete them they uh they would be on a rotating location and you would solve the bounty problem in crucible gamma strikes they'd have to have a bunch but it'd be less grindy. This is very, very similar to what the other person said just a moment ago. I don't think we need this entirely new system drummed up. I think we need to refine the existing system. That's what I think we need to do. You refine the existing system. You don't you don't try and create a new one because when you try to create the new one, I feel like what you're going to end up with is more problems, more pitfalls, more frustrations. Like if I just keep doing a bounty and just keeps going higher and higher and higher and higher, that might feel like like just total futility, you know. If you get rid of the fact that a shared instance ruins it, as as wicked as wicked Bob is saying, you get rid of that, and then you make them more generic. I don't want to have to get a hundred AR kills. 
But if you're like, get 50 primary kills, and it's like, get 50 rapid primary kills. Oh, cool. Get 50 critical hit primary kills. Oh, I don't have to switch my gun. I just, I just keep using my primary, you know? The Discord chat is, is absurd right now, by the way. You guys are nuts. Uh, Deathblood. What if bounties didn't award much XP and instead they became a source of farming drops? XP would be shifted to other places, like activities. Uh, bounties would be a loot source. They'd be a lot harder, though. So this is now... Now you're touching on another subject, right? Now you're touching on another subject, which is loot pursuit. And I believe loot pursuit should be less bounty-focused, less you know, umbral focusing and more like get a boon for the thing that you want and then go play the game. And that thing that you want is dropping out in the world. So you would go and buy a Vanguard, the van, let's say the Vanguard has a shotgun and there's some great rolls on it. You go and buy the Vanguard shotgun boon and you play strikes. And then that, when the boon is active for the next four hours, you have a high likelihood of that shotgun dropping from the boss. I want loot pursuit to be put back out in the world. We're in the tower way too much when we get our loot. We were ordering value meals at the end of Sundial, and now we're doing it again. We did it with the chalice. We're doing it with the umbral focusing. We're ordering We're ordering up what we want and clicking buttons. I want loot to drop in the world again. I think you need to bring that back. Your after action rewards and crucible, same deal bring back that excitement of the crucible game ends and you see people getting loot the the strike ends and you see loot pop out of the boss you know getting loot from bounties getting loot from umbral focusing getting loot from like the end of sundial it's way too transactional i believe there is room for the sundial like pick what you want i think they could do something like that maybe with flawless trials you continue you can have you can you can continue to have the umbral focusing you know ingrams but I, I really, really think, and here's the beauty of doing like a weapon boon. If you turn Zavala into an obelisk, where as you level him up, you get more benefits. What if when you hit rank 50, the weapon boon is more effective? Like the weapon boon gets a buff after your third or fourth strike. So you don't back out of the strike playlist. I do it all the time, right? You get a strike you don't like and you back out. Well, the drop rate goes up the longer you're in the playlist. Do the same thing for Crucible. So people don't quit. They stay in. Oh, but I just hit rank 50 on Zavala or Shaxx or whatever. Now my boon's more effective. After two games, I get a buff to the drop rate. See? A sense of investment, a sense of reward, a sense of progress, and loot pursuit is happening out in the game instead of in the tower. That's where I think they need to take stuff. Would you want to level him with tokens? No, you would level him by running strikes and doing vanguard bounties. XP based activities get us out of lost sectors get us into playlist activities the seasonal activity could function the exact same way whatever the seasonal activity is attach it to a vendor attach it to bounties have some boons so while you're in there you're beating the boss you beat that final boss in Vex Offensive and out pops an Ingram and it's the optative because you wanted the optative and you were focusing you had an optative boon instead of an optative bounty you see what you're doing? You're taking the spirit of loot intentionality and generosity and you're flipping it around to where, yes, I have control over what I'm chasing, but it's dropping out in the world. I'm in a playlist activity. I'm not standing in the tower. I'm not running to a lost sector. You, that, that is the ticket. 
you do that and I think you would be shocked at the player base numbers, the matchmaking, the 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 feeling of a sense of like I'm investing in something, I'm getting what I want, and that scales up and down perfectly. Hardcore players would go nuts and try to max out the vendor as fast as possible to get all those perks and benefits for loot pursuit. A casual player would love it because they're like, I don't have time to do all that, but man, I bought the boon, the bu- the gun popped out of the boss. That was exciting and memorable for me. That was awesome. It lands on the spectrum of player in a really, really good and healthy way. So, by the time level 50, most of the loot you would have gotten? No, no, no. I was just giving an example. I'm also not saying how fast it's going to take you to get to level 50. If a hardcore player can get to level 50 in a month, that's totally fine. Then they start focusing on loot pursuit, you know, for the rest of the season. You know? Tokens should be directly converted into the vendor level and then bounties give you vendor XP and no more tokens. Yeah, they could do a conversion progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone know how the Teespring zip-up hoodies fit? My torso is longer than most and I'm trying to decide what one to get. I always go, um, so I wear medium t-shirts and whenever I do hoodies, I do a large, but I went medium, I think I went medium on the hoodie and I liked it. But you, if if you're a little if you're a little taller, you may want to go up. I like hoodies to be comfortable. I don't like hoodies to fit like a. Usually with a hoodie, I go one size up. I go large. But I think on those zip ups, I actually bought mediums because I wanted it to fit more like more snugly, just because of the style. Droop seventy five. Um, to me. A big issue is getting kills with all types of weapons and having to keep switching out. Would it be better to jump up the number of kills you need and just have it be weapon kills? I think this is good insight, and you didn't see the video yet. This was submitted, I think, probably last night or early this morning. I think this would probably be necessary if it was like, oh, get primary kills. Well, you'd probably have to increase the number a little bit. You know? Get you know get 15 or 20 kills with a sidearm well if you go generic you could up it to like 30 you know get 30 or 35 kills with a primary you know rapid kills crit kills kills without reloading you know I'd be fine with them upping it a little bit because you're, you're making it as I said you start generic primary get kills with the heavy what kind of kills rapid kills multi kills kills without reloading you know what I'm saying and then you and then you move on from that and then it's just like oh i got some cool and then it's just progressing on its own and if the number's a little bit higher no worries you you feel you feel the sense of progression and again if you're incentivizing activity engagement with loot pursuit and good xp payout nobody's going to want to go run a lost sector cuz that would be the least efficient way to get xp you'd be robbing yourself of xp Swarly, I feel like a good way to look at revamping of bounties would be to go back to things like Banshee44's old data bounties, but spin them into weapon upgrades. This would be a whole new system that I don't think is an answer for the entire bounty system, but this sounds like a cool idea for Banshee himself. I loved doing the test weapon bounties and then doing like the arms day. I think they could afford to do a little bit more with Banshee, and this is something you could look into, you know? This is something you could look into, but I don't think what you're suggesting is like an answer for, um, it's not an answer for the entire system. 
Because you've got Zavala, the Drifter, Shax, like, are all these people doing data bounties and then you do upgrades on your weapons or something? You know what I mean? Necrogen. This is tough. As you've already mentioned, they should be general and team-oriented. What if we could just purchase bounties from Orbit? I think we'd be more apt to staying in activities. I They said this somewhere, didn't they? This was mentioned somewhere. It might have been either in the... They talked about bounty somewhere. I know Luke Smith did, and then there was a the TWAB. I think it was the TWAB where they said, you know, in the future, they want to give us the ability to grab... They're considering maybe, or they're looking into letting us grab bounties from orbit. Now, you guys know me, and I get a little romantic about this, and I get a little sentimental, and I'm like, what role is the tower going to play then if we literally never have to go there? Right <laughs> there, I don't want to take that away. I know console load times are a bummer, but if at the very least you got to go to the tower once or maybe twice a play session, I think that's okay. It's when it feels like a dadgum boomerang. I think that's when it gets problematic. They said the orbit bounty thing in the Beyond Light reveal stream. I think it was in the TWAB right after that as well. So. I'm okay with grabbing bounties from orbit, but at the same time, I don't want the tower to become completely and utterly irrelevant, and Bungie has to consider that if they make that decision. Xlandrol. Should Bungie change to have quests for weapons similar to Rose, one perk with options and unlocks with specific missions, data, speed kills, precision range? Have quests for weapons similar to the Rose. I mean, I obviously like quests like that, but I don't think... This happens a lot, I think, sometimes. is A a quest or an exotic quest is really, really good, and then people kind of want that to be everywhere. Um, Like building your own weapons. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to build or craft a weapon. I don't. Um, uh Uh-uh, no. If you're going to give me control over perks on a gun as I use it and I basically build the weapon I want... I will shoot that idea down in flames every time it comes up. With respect, I love you, but no, absolutely not. There is not enough perk depth or gun depth in this game to give you that freedom. That would become so transactional. Everybody would just be making a god roll. I, that robs loot pursuit. That's I don't know. Uh-uh. A quest, a quest where you're unlocking a predetermined perks on like an exotic is different than picking. Soul Daddy says, if they actually give vendors a ranking system, maybe going to them once a day to get a boon or something for the rank progress, but all bounties could be grabbed from orbit. I was thinking about that when I was saying that. It's like, you would still periodically need to go to the tower to be like, well, what weapon boons do I want to grab? Oh, I got some upgrades on the vendor. Let me go check what they are. Let me uh, let me activate them. Or maybe you literally choose between certain perks. Um, so that day you're focusing on a certain thing. Like, what if you go to Zavala and you want to activate a perk for for public events or strikes or whatever? That might become tedious if you want to switch activities. But you get the, you get the idea. Some reason to go, but not as not as often as we feel right now. Um, we need to go to them to get our reward for completing so many bounties for the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that I think that would be, I think that'd be good. Uh, Han Re Solo, do you think that the modifier card from OG Nightfall could be added to more activities like a dungeon, so we could have more difficulty and XP without being forced to have this modifier combo per week? I mean, 
I liked I liked the ability to do you know the nightfall card mostly because you could create really really fun combinations for really really fast runs. <laughs> uh, I actually would want to go a different direction for challenging content. I would like contest modifier with a, you know some mods. I also think I also think you need contest modifier with both negative and positive modifiers. I what I said was when I go into content that's really challenging I should be able to say two statements the enemies in here are really really strong but so am I I can't say that statement in a lot of the end game content especially Grandmaster Nightfalls it's the enemies in here are really strong and then that's kind of the, that's kind of the end of it so it's like the crescendo for me being end game ready or end game viable or focusing on the end game or being a completely decked out guardian is to go into content where I feel freaking weak. I don't feel like that makes any sense. It's like I've been, you've been training, man. You're ready. You're ready. You've been you've been you've been you're stronger now. You've been working out. You've been hitting the speed bag. You've been hitting the heavy bag. All right, let's get you in the ring. You're like sweet. And you're featherweight, lightweight, and you jump in. You're like, yeah, I feel really strong. And they put you up against somebody way out of your class. Well, that wouldn't be fun. You'd be like, what? What did I practice for? Bam, you get knocked out. So in in Destiny, it's like, you've leveled up. You've gotten god rolls, exotics. You got your armor 2.0. You've min-maxed. You've got a great, great stat distribution. You are ready to go into content and feel like tissue paper that has to hide in a well of radiance or a bubble the whole time. That's dumb. That's not con- That's not good content structure. It isn't. I should walk into a Grandmaster Nightfall or a hard mode raid or a hard mode dungeon and say, they're really strong, but so am I. Let's see how this goes. Contest modifier is a reasonable delta. You see swords, couple of negative modifiers, some positive modifiers so I can lean in. Like I said last season, you could have had positive modifiers that really, really promoted and really, really buffed Warmind Cells. So Warmind Cell builds could have been crazy strong and efficient in a Grandmaster Nightfall. You know what I mean? Really, really going going all the way up on a Delta so extreme the way that they do, it just doesn't work. The way they've structured combat in this game is weak enemies are plentiful and spammy, Okay? Weak enemies are plentiful and they're spammy. They shoot at you a lot, they smack you a lot, they chase you a lot, right? They're they're plentiful and they're spammy. When you take something that is plentiful and spammy and you suddenly make it really, really strong, it breaks combat rhythm. It doesn't work right. They're meant to be a marginal threat that can be quickly dispatched of. That's why they're plentiful and spammy. When you go when you go up 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 in difficulty to a major or a mini boss or a boss, what are they? They're rare and they're not spammy. A boss, a mini boss, these big guys, they shoot slower, they move slower. There's only one or two of them. Why? Well, because they're really really strong. So, if you analyze the enemy behavior as you go up the hierarchy from trash ad to you know, major shielded major mini boss boss, right? As you go up that spectrum, they they change the way they deliver damage. They change how many of them are, how many of them are in a room. 
You don't walk into a room and there's 35 ogres and two thrall. No, it's the other way around. There's 35 thrall that just swarm you and spam you. And there's two ogres in the room that are yellow bar shielded. And it works. But when all of a sudden the plentiful spammy ads are two tapping three tapping you combat rhythm breaks down they don't die fast enough they put out way too much damage because their their attacks are coming at such a fast interval you don't have lateral agility to get out of the way so you face tank or you hide it just doesn't it doesn't work we need more nuance it's like all right here's a reasonable delta right charlie wants me to say i love your videos i love your videos oh okay um you know if you if if that's how you set it up does that make do you see what i'm saying if you set up to where there's some negative modifiers some positive modifiers there's a there's a contest modifier delta so you see swords so you're not over leveled you're not just blasting your way through it we were getting killed while behind the walls last night here's the thing i always reference the content when it was initially built, right? The content when it was initially built was not built for that. It wasn't built for that level of uh, damage. And the, re- the example I always give is the Saber Strike. When you would run the Saber Strike in D1, and it was a Nightfall, and it was Arc Burn with Specialist, the opening encounter was harder than the rest of the strike. Because the opening encounter was not designed for those modifiers and those damage output thresholds to be hit. So you would get like one shot from a vandal and they could shoot you from the ship. They'd sometimes be like hanging out and they'd like take a first shot. You'd get one tapped. Why? Because their their wire rifles were arc and specialist was active and the wire rifle registered as a, as a secondary weapon. So you would get literally one tapped. Do you remember the... Uh, wretched eye strike when it was arc the the shanks would literally come down and you had no defense against them because they come from above and they they they, they spawn kind of erratically well not erratically they spawn kind of quickly and you'd get like two tap by the by the by the shanks when the content is developed it's not developed for those levels of difficulty they're not you you can't just turn up uh the delta they've overswung they have completely overswung on Grandmaster Nightfalls. It just isn't, it is not the ideal uh, endgame content. It's it's absurd. It needs to be refined. You gotta chop the negative modifiers in half, you gotta add positive modifiers, and you gotta lower that delta. Or just use contest modifiers so we always see swords instead of skulls. Sushi. Should bounties have a chance to drop exotics? A very small chance, but at least it'd be cool to see an exotic pop from grinding uh, them at reset. This is kind of a just a random throw-in, like, hey, let's add loot. I'm not against this. Like I said, I'm not against like weeklies maybe dropping some loot and then you know throwing that exotic drop rate chance. I wouldn't I wouldn't die on this hill though. I, this is more of a very specific suggestion than a far-reaching one. So I don't know if, if this would do much to the bounty situation. You know what I mean? Vexler. On Grandmaster, you see swords, not skulls. Only if you're all the way at the... It, it, you have to have all the pinnacle grind and a super, super high level on your on your artifact. Most people are going to see skulls when they go into Grandmaster. Because the delta is so high. Like, I don't know at what level you see skulls, but right now, right? 
1100 so if you're 1050 to 1060 you're gonna see skulls I don't know when you see swords I don't know when skulls change to swords but 1100 is, is insane to me most people are anywhere from probably if they've been playing a lot you know, 1050 1060 or whatever you can't go in that low yeah, you got to be at 1075 to even go in. Oh, well, so at 1075, what do you see? Do you see do you see swords? Yeah, that just seems absurd. The entrance point's so high, most people aren't even going to be able to go in. I you know, and then there's 12 negative modifiers. So Yeah, so you see swords. Okay, that's fine. I would lower it so it's not so out of reach, and then I would get rid of there's so many negative modifiers. They literally have all these jammed into one. The Grandmaster modifiers. Contest, join in progress disabled, champions mod, locked loadout, match game, extra shields. They literally hide all those in one because they don't want you to see there's there's freaking 12 negative modifiers. They, they hide six of them in one. <laughs> six modifiers are hidden in one to make it not look so absurd. If these were listed out like this, it would be, it would be like, oh my gosh, you know, it, it's just too much freaking chaff. Get out of here. Um, yeah, it's just, it's overswung 11 total. I thought it was 12. It's 11 or 12 last season. It was 12. Wasn't it? Yeah, no, it's 12. Uh, Ash, wait, wait, wait. I switched didn't I? Do you think D2 has a good ecosystem for exotic bounties? We could see Zer sell a few a week or guaranteed farmable exotic piece or repeat. I would love for um I would love for Zer to have uh, exotic boons. So if you already have gotten the Helm of Saint 14, you could buy that boon from him, it'd be pretty expensive. And then when you're running endgame content and exotics drop, like if you go somewhere like a nightfall where exotics can drop, that would be the more likely drop for you for, you know, the week. It would be expensive. You could only buy one per week. And for that week, anytime you ran nightfalls where exotics were dropping, it would be likely to be the, you know, the, the Helm of Saint 14. You one a week. So you can focus on one exotic armor piece a week in that, in that content. Uh, Ashen Hollow. If Bungie nerfs bounties, then what do you see becoming of the main form of engagement in Destiny? Loot is super generous now, so it's not hard to get a good god roll. I'm sure patrol numbers are boosted by bounty farming as well. I would say, I would say if I would say if you're um, if they, I don't think they should nerf bounties, and I think they should drive us more in activities with incentive. You should be driving me into Crucible and to strikes into all these different places where the um where the both the XP payout of strikes and the loot dropping in strikes like the actual loot the loot pursuit is driving me into activities. I think that's the ticket. Mike on to Mike. Yolono, do you think that one simple change to bounties is enough to fix or are there deeper issues still? I think there's a handful of changes that we've outlined. I don't think it's just one thing. People are like, gut the XP. That's not going to work. If you gut the XP, then nobody's going to want to do them. Why bother? Make them super generic. Okay, but if they're still the primary means of XP, you got to make XP payout and activities better too. You got to do both. There's a handful of things that need to happen. It's not just a one, a one there's not There's not a one solution um, solution here. There's not a single solution, I should say. Roland, thank you for clicking the join button and becoming a Rageous Tier 1. Enjoy the emotes. 
and enjoy the perks in Discord. Welcome. Aku de Papa says, if we do the multiple bounties for a single character, should we also allow a single character to get three pinnacles from activities? Yeah. I think everything should be account-based. Everything should be account-based. Leveling should be more linear. You should be able to repeat milestones just because if you want to level up, you want to spend all weekend strikes, go for it. Every three strikes, you get a powerful. Everything else dropping just drops at your level for gap filling. Leveling should be linear and automatic. And then it's, if you're doing an account base like that, yeah, you can, do, you, can do, you can do whatever limit they want to put on pinnacles. And then pinnacles should have smart RNG. TK Lotus. I honestly miss the milestones that were hidden at the beginning of each activity. What if they just brought those back but as bounties and gave them much more XP than a typical bounty? They are just too many bounties, plain and simple. I actually argued in my video that the quantity of bounties and is not the issue. If they fix them so they're more generic and they happen more automatically because you share them with proximity of who you're playing with, whether you matchmake or you're in a fire team, if they do that, then the quantity is not a problem. It isn't, especially if they let you grab them in orbit. I think the quantity and the delivery are are kind of a a package deal. It's okay to have this many if I can grab them from orbit, and it's okay to have this many if they get a lot more generic and more simplified, and I can just do them when I play with other people. Philbo Laggins. What if vendors only provided weekly, so instead of two, you get six to seven weekly, in place of dailies? Use the XP gain from killing mobs so there's still an incentive to play. This is just a super specific suggestion, and this is why I say I don't think they need to reinvent or change the system, but refine it. I think weekly dailies and repeatables are fine. I think every NPC having weekly dailies and repeatables is fine. I think when you create better quality, the quantity is totally fine. It's just, you gotta have better quality. If the bounties were not so disruptive and driving people away from playing with others, then a lot of these problems would resolve themselves. The Torch. Rather than generic bounty requirements, why not synchronize bounty requirements? All all vendors offer auto shotgun rocket. That way you wouldn't have to switch constantly. I would be okay with this. I still like the idea of generic bounties, especially if I'm going into Crucible or Gambit. If I'm going into Crucible or Gambit and there's people running around with uh, like loadouts that aren't ideal, loadouts that they don't typically run with, right? If I go into Crucible and I'm not really a Crucible player, or I am a Crucible player. In either scenario, I, I kind of want to run with what I want. I like my Dire Promise. I like my, um, you know, my, oh, what's that shotgun that I was using? You know, I, I, I like my loadout. I like my, I like my system. Did the game just crash? You know, I, I like my system. No, oh, I just went to the desktop. That is super weird. Um... I, I, I don't want to have to go in and be like, oh, I have to go run Crucible and I have to run something that is not what I'm comfortable with. I don't have a god roll on that, right? I have a really, really nice retold tail. It's just stupidly nice. So when I run Crucible, I loved running Thorn and my retold tail or my Dire Promise and my retold tail. I just loved it. But if you're like, no, you got to go into Crucible and uh, you got to get SMG or sidearm kills. Well, I, I don't have one that I like to use, or I don't have a good role on that. You know? I don't want to do that. So, it, it's the same... Listen, it's honestly the same in strikes. You're usually vibing with a certain loadout and certain weapons. 
you have things that you're just enjoying using so make them generic I, I like your idea of synchronization though so if you are going to require me to do something at least make all the vendors be the same but I said that in my video synchronize the bounties with the flashpoint and the burn don't ask me to get void kills or void damage if it's solar burn week right don't ask me to do that don't ask me to go get kills on mercury if edz is the flashpoint what what are you doing right synchronize them at that level if they synchronize them at the level that you're saying i'm not necessarily against that but at the same time it's like you're still making me change my loadout and do stuff that I don't want to do. That's already a thing. No, it's not. I've been grabbing bounties all day today that are not synchronized with the with where with the burns and the things going on. I I no I it's not synchronized right now. It isn't. So I think we pretty much covered it. If you are a VIP or higher. Okay, if you're subbed to my Patreon or the YouTube as a VIP, if you're a paying member, VIP or higher, and you want to be part of the uh, the viewer call in we are about to do, where you can call in and talk to me, make sure you get in the Discord and get ready for that. That's what we're going to do next. If you're listening to this on other locations and you're not here live, um, you can come in to saynoterage.com and support the channel directly. You can hit join and become a VIP if you want to submit questions or do the call-in. You can go to the Patreon at sntrpresents.com and you can subscribe there and get all the benefits in Discord. As always, if you're here live, stick around and click subscribe and the bell button. That's free. Uh, If you're listening elsewhere, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the VIP viewer call-in segment that followed the talk and Q&A that was about bounties need an overhaul if you're listening to this on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can catch me live on youtube usually monday through friday during the day eastern time just go to say no to rage.com if you want to be part of these vip call-ins you can be a vip on patreon or youtube so either click join on youtube or go to sntrpresents.com you can sync that up with discord to join the q a's the vips it does support me directly if you're on youtube hitting the subscribe button and then the bell button is the best way to be involved. So I'm going to go to based on impulse first. What do you got for me today, sir? So uh, apologies if this was asked a lot in chat or in Q&A. I was kind of in and out uh, while it was going on. But something that uh, I heard you talk about a few times that need tweaking are the XP rewards from bounties versus activities. Yeah. And uh, to me, at least, uh, because it's the activity that I interact with the most, raids are one of the biggest offenders of this Mm -hmm. like a set of moon bounties can net you about the same or more xp as doing a whole run of garden which is a huge problem um so i'm also going to kind of reach into another idea and say that i think your idea of a raid vendor could kind of help us with this because they could give you like a specific bounty for doing things in the raid uh not necessarily challenges like hawthorne but maybe almost like gunsmith bounties but specifically in the raid and I just kind of wanted to like chat with you about like bounty and XP, like as it relates to the raids, because that's at least where I spend almost all of my time playing the game. Yeah, so it's a good question, and there's a couple things that could that could be problematic if they don't do this properly. Um, but what I said in the video was. I would not suddenly just gut the XP on bounties because if you take the bounty on the XP bounty uh, too low, they become needless. It's like why bother grabbing them? 
what I would say is start adding a lot more XP in other places and have it go up in the amount of XP you get in accordance to average completion time. And the reason you need to do average completion time is because, you know, there's a huge difference between the Lake of Shadows strike and, you know, the Crimson Keep, you know, in length. Uh, average completion times are probably you know, double. Like, you know, you can do Lake of Shadows in four, four or five minutes, and then Crimson Keep is probably closer to like eight or nine minutes, you know, even if you're going fast, because there's certain things you just can't do quickly at Crimson Keep. And so, right, yeah, and then there's even stuff you can speed run, like you can launch yourself up the elevator or all the other stuff you can do. Right, and so they would need to take an average from the whole community. Like, how long do these take? And then you do XP in accordance to that, because a Grandmaster Nightfall is going to take a lot longer than, like, an Adept Nightfall. When you get into raids, you would have to take a similar approach, because of what we already know with what recently happened with speedrunning dogs and the Contender Shell. You know, you're running dogs at four or five minutes a clip. So you don't want people doing that and then getting their season pass and artifact maxed or just absolutely insanely high level from like a week of just running one raid encounter over and over. They would have to consider XP distribution being in relation to how long the encounter takes. Because some encounters, I don't care how good you are, you know, a one phase at the end of Scourge can only go so fast. And if you... um if you if you go into other activities like dogs and leviathan bunch you would have to look at now speedrunners are always going to throw this off but i think that's okay because if you take the average completion time speedrunners are going to pull down the average time on certain uh certain instances in the raid and then that's a pretty good protective barrier if you can speedrun dogs then a good or a decent team can probably run dogs faster than they can run callus and the speedrunning team is doing dogs because they can do that faster than callus it kind of works out i think logically um so that's the only thing i would think is they'd have to protect against that where xp distribution in the raid needs to be based on average completion time the challenge there would be there's a brand new raid coming in september and so they don't have our our community data in there yet so they might have to make adjustments mid-season like uh you know we didn't really realize this but you can actually run the second encounter in six minutes and people are just doing that all day long so they would then lower the xp payout in there they'd have to be it i think we need to be flexible here just because we want more XP in the right areas and we don't want this, we don't want you know, encounter number two in the raid to become the new Lost Sector XP grind. Does that make sense? Yeah, and like um, one, one idea that somebody in my clan had bounced off of me was like scaling up the XP as you go through the encounters of the raid. So like, you know if you look at Garden, like 5,000 for the first, then 10, then 15, then 20 and I could like I can see the reasoning for that, but I don't think that that would be a strong enough solution because then you know everybody can just go farm a boss checkpoint and get their max XP from that encounter over and over and over. Right, exactly. Because that's the other thing we ought to consider is uh, this. This may give more credence to my argumentation about the need for a hard mode because once you're at Delta and know the encounters I mean you can run final boss fights relatively quickly but you know Garden Scourge um, Riven would be an example of one that if the cheese didn't exist that one would at least always be kind of pretty lengthy um, so I, I think your principle's fine I, I agree almost every raid you're probably going to be in a pretty good space to say XP gets higher the further in the raids you go but again 
the XP distribution needs to be in relation to completion time. How quickly can you do the final boss encounter? Okay. Well, a good team can do it in under 10 minutes. Well, okay. So that's less than 10 minutes of playtime. Should that be giving you, you know, eight Grandmaster Nightfalls worth of XP? No, because a Grandmaster Nightfall is likely going to take longer. So it needs to be. I do think it would maybe need to be kind of elastic and it needs to be in relation to average completion times um, and 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 sensible. I, you know, we, ha- we have to remember here that if a hardcore player and a hardcore team is literally going to run raids and that's all they run for an entire week, we do have to say it's, it, it's probably okay for those guys to level up really, really fast. Like, I don't... I don't think we necessarily need to overprotect because um, right now we're in the other direction. It's just absurd. Like the most casual player can live in a lost sector and level up absurdly fast. And you live in a night, a nightfall or a, or a raid and you're getting like no XP. Like it's the universe is kind of upside down right now with XP distribution and with XP distribution being kind of backwards right now, it hasn't really ruined the game. It's kind of cannibalized play flow, but if we suddenly have like a, 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 a lot of XP and the game feels kind of top heavy, like, man, if you're running Grandmasters and Rage, you're leveling up super, super fast. That's at least logical from where I sit. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm more okay with that than where we presently are. Right. And like going back to what you were saying, kind of about like, you know, uh, tipping it too much. Like, you know, if you do the final encounter, you get like, you know, as much as doing like three Grandmaster Nightfalls. That's why I think that the idea of the raid vendor giving us kind of like raid specific bounties could be a a good idea to like supplement some of that XP. Like maybe, you know, they have like a weekly for getting like 500 kills in the raid or something like that. And then that added on top of, you know, your normal raid completion XP amount really helps to give you like that extra, you know, that little extra bump um, rather than because that'll incentivize you it's kind of hard to go into a raid and get 500 kills in one raid so you'd have to run it a couple times and then you know you're investing that time so you're uh so the xp that you're getting out of it is actually worth it well what i'm gonna if i have to get 500 kills in a raid right let me let me press on you right Mm -hmm. what's the most efficient way right now in any of the raids to get a bunch of kills what would you do if that's what you were setting your sights on think about it yeah, you would just you'd get you'd get a bunch of kills in the encounter, wipe, get a bunch of kills in the encounter, wipe. Bingo. Bingo. You got to be real careful. I think yeah. I think I was raid- just trying to think of something off the top of my head as an example. No, and that's good, but this is why I always say the systems need to be refined rather than just throwing out new systems because new systems there's all these potential dangers and problems and pitfalls. And as mm-hmm. soon as you start thinking about it as a player, you're like, "Oh yeah, you're right. We're just going to keep wiping in the activity with the most ads." So this is why I think they could really afford to trot out some of these ideas and let players interact with them. Because we, we we all thought of low-card farming before Trials was even in the game because we read their blog and we're like, people are going to low-card farm. Like, and so I actually agree with you. I love an NPC and a bounty idea, but I think the bounties would potentially need to be either more generic or rooted in challenges. You know, beat the encounter in a particular way or something. Um, right. And maybe they could give us, like, one weekly that's the challenge, then another weekly that's, you know, something else that's a little more specific. Maybe another kind of challenge for a different encounter that's not necessarily the same one, like, required for the title or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And you're also just plugging away. Some of the bounty purposes wouldn't, wouldn't even be, like, leveling yourself. It would be leveling up the NPC because the raid NPC would have some pretty cool 
seasonal rewards as well. Right, right. So, good thoughts. You got anything else? Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. I'm just a big raider, so I really wanted to, uh, really wanted to get your thoughts. I finally got my blacksmith yesterday, so that kind of piqued my interest on it. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I hope they really, really consider raid play flow, raid content loop, and take a lot of hints uh, and a lot of clues from the dungeon. You know, uh, the most recent yeah. dungeon. And then attach it to an NPC. I think we could, could we, the people that love to raid could be in a really great place if Bungie plays their cards right. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm hitting and hoping and praying for, man. I I really want raids to get some more love because I mean, raids are in an okay spot now, and I mean I'm sitting at over 200 clears at this point, so I'm just, I'm hoping that they'll uh, they'll get some more love come come November. So. Yeah, definitely. All right, man. Thanks. I'm gonna move on to the next caller. Yep, sure thing. Light Leap, looks like it's you. I thought there was somebody else in between uh, based on Impulse and Light Leap, but it's looked like you're up next, sir. What do you got for me? Perfect. All right, so this time a more controversial opinion, I'd say. Okay. I'd say throw out the bounty, bounty system completely. And okay. And here's my reasoning. So based on what we discussed a little bit yesterday, I think that the season pass, and you also mentioned this, the... Um, the umbral engrams currently right and bounties i just realized that um, listening to you talk today and everything that we spent way too much time in menus and clicking things and that's how we get stuff uh, be mm-hmm. it xp be it loot uh be it anything and activities seem to be more of the the chore that you have to do in between like kind of if you have a habit cycle right you do like mm-hmm. the habit that is productive you don't really like it but then in the end you get the reward which I think adds to the feeling that the that yeah the activities you do feel more tedious than enjoyable or or a journey, right? And I think even little things like yeah, finishing a strike and getting the reward basically thrown into your menu instead of it like dropping out of the boss or something, it we just feel disconnected to the world. And I'd say bounties would have a place to be something that you pick up if you need like an extra glimmer or um, something like that, but I really think they have to go go away from getting rewards. I would like to see them more, you know, have one bounty board and you say, you know what, I, I really need some some of that or, or maybe use it for focusing of the weapons, as you said, something that you need to find, right? Um, and focus more on rewards coming exclusively from activities. So what what the first thing you think about is, oh, what I want to play, what do I want to get, and how can I dive into the world, and not what do I have to pick up, what button do I have to press, in which menu. Yeah, so I agree with a lot of what you're saying, and I think I've I think I've said a lot of what you've said in in principle. Like we we need to get out of the tower and stop ordering value meals, and need to be getting drops from bosses drops from end of match um and that's why i really hammer away at the uh the weapon boon idea um i also have said i would really like the milestone system to take on a different look and feel once you're max level so there's like rotated items so right now there is no more milestone because i'm 1050 but every three strikes i run a you know um a dire promise drops. You know, that's the targeted item for that day in strikes. And then tomorrow it's something different. Like you're saying, I look at the world and I'm like, where do I want to go to get XYZ item? I think, I do think weapon boons are 
a better version but you're still going to think like, oh, but I'm in menus. Well, not so much. You'd buy the boon and then it's active for like four hours, right? And so then I'm just running strikes or crucible or whatever activity and then I'm getting a good drop rate on that item. So every time I see that umbral ingram on the ground and smoke's coming off of it, it's really exciting. I go pick it up. I check the roll. It brings back that, that excitement of a drop. We don't get drops in Destiny anymore. We get ingrams that we configure. We get chalices that we configure. We get a sundial that we order from. We, we, we walk up to a chest and there's stuff already on the ground. Like, it doesn't really feel like a drop. I, I think we could bring back some of the drops. As far as getting rid of all of the bounties, or maybe just having, like, one, um, you, you know, lo- uh, one loose, one, one bounty board, um... I I don't know. I, I think I'm okay. I think I think I said this in my video. I'm okay with the quantity of bounties if the delivery is refined and the quality is improved. Because then I just grab them and go run PvP or I grab them and I just go run, you know, Vanguard and I'm not really thinking about them. So if you increase quality and you make delivery a little bit better, like I can just grab them from orbit. Um I feel like it mitigates some of what you're saying because I agree with you. I'm like, yeah, we're in menus way too much. I'm literally getting all my loot in the tower. It doesn't feel like a looter shooter. I feel like I'm back to token slamming in the tower again. I go play a bunch and then I go back to the tower to get my loot. And so I want to get us out of the tower, but I don't want to completely jettison a system that I do believe like bounties and grabbing bounties from a particular vendor, even if it's for Fessel of the Lost or the Dawning, it feels like part of destiny's like the fabric of destiny it's just bad right now it's like leveling is part of games like this we just have bad leveling i think bounties from particular npcs and portions of the game i think i think those those are are part of destiny i think they're fine but we don't have a good bounty system right now bounties aren't the problem we have bad bounties leveling's not the problem we have bad leveling is kind of what i want to fall back on if that makes sense yeah, I hear you. I just wonder. So, my issue with them is that they don't add anything to the game except give you more stuff, right? So they will. So, let's take XP for example, right? You have the season pass. You want to level it up, and um, either you decrease the value of the XP so much that it barely matters, or they will still feel necessary. They'll still feel even if you add to the XP of the um, of the activities, you will still feel forced. You know what? I want to optimize this. Like they'd say, they split them in half, right? Between activities and bounties, then you would still go there, and they would it would not really change the experience of the player. So maybe what I'm saying is not remove them. They should fill specific shortcomings in the game, mm. right? Let's say glimmer materials, like planetary materials for infusion. I think. Players, especially new light, they would they would love that. Um, they shouldn't in in any way that was outlined today. I think they would still be an integral part of this, uh, yeah, machine that gives you what you need from from the menu. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I I don't think you're wrong. I do think you would still say if I want to optimize leveling, I better grab bounties. I do think, though, the difference between that and where we presently are is that bounties are literally the way to level, and in this system that I've outlined, 
if you're a more casual player and you don't really feel like grabbing them or you grab them and don't really pay any attention to them, as long as you're getting good XP rhythm from strikes or crucible matches, I you if it liberated the more mid lane casual player from thinking about it, then I think we have success. If the more hardcore player is going to optimize, I you're going to do that no matter what. Do, you know what I'm saying? Like us optimizing and grabbing a bounty, or us optimizing and beating stuff as fast as we can. I don't know if we should ever legislate to that. We're going to do that no matter what. I think the idea would be to increase activity XP payout to number one, be more sensible, and number two. To, to liberate the more casual, more mid lane player from feeling like I, I literally can't level unless I grab bounties. And remember, in my system, bounties would be then getting completed, shared on proximity, and they'd be more generic. So right now, it's a double, it's a, you're hit and hit twice. It's literally the way to level, and they're best done in a lost sector because you can't share them with your teammates and they're hyper specific if you remove the hyper specificity if you remove the fact that like hey your teammates can get, can help you with your bounties as long as you're in proximity if you remove those two things and you increase XP in other places I think you're solving the three primary problems of bounties right now and yes you are correct from a mathematical standpoint optimum leveling would still include grabbing bounties but that's also related to the delivery. If I can grab them from orbit, who honestly really cares? In between strikes, you know, you're grabbing one or two, or you're grabbing some more repeatables. Um, I don't know. To me, that I, I think that's a better system than we are now, and I think optimizers are going to optimize no matter what. I agree. So maybe as an example, because we also talk factions, right? Um, so here's what I would imagine a perfect bounty system would look like. So we'd have the core activities in a game, because let's not forget also, there's now so many bounty vendors, you barely, you like, have to think where to go and because there's now also multiple vendors that can apply to multiple activities, right? If you run strikes, you can also get them, uh, you can also get bounties from the seasonal vendor and the gunsmith. Um, so imagine we had factions back, right? And that would be the way to level actually the factions, right? You, you because bounties make sense in it they give you specific stats to do that you do in other activities and by completing bounties you earn the cosmetic rewards you talked about and they would be an addition to an already rewarding system in the game which is the rest right strikes and so on and um that would also give depth back to vendors um have ikora maybe back and specify more that bounties give you something outside of the regular gameplay loop Right, and some some people brought that up today, like attach something to it that isn't just XP, um, you know, whether it's loot or currency or something. I worry that we would white we would almost like run in a full circle then, because now we're going right back to transactional, like do a bounty to get a thing, and you know, Adis Adis frames and all of that. We kind of want to get away from that. So I would be curious about how exactly that would look. Um, because I just want loot dropping out in the world more than anything, and currencies in general, I think, just become bloated and and just we have so many currencies right now. So I'm not even sure what they would add. Maybe just infusion currencies. Maybe I'm not really sure. Yeah, uh, I agree. I mean, it's it's a fine line in the end. I just I guess um, I, I, my frustration comes from the same thing you see. As I said, that uh, yeah, too much stuff comes from the tower. Yeah. 
if the end result is we're in the tower less and playing activities more then that's a successful system even if it's not exactly as how we're outlining it or asking it to be the goal is get us out of the tower and get us in activities I agree so thanks very much yeah that was good all right up next is it was quad it was quad avenger i see you in here i'm not sure if you're if you're wanting to jump in but quad go ahead with whatever you have oh don't tell me i have to follow that beautiful voice <laughs> you have a nice that voice is not too fair. That is not, it's clear enough for irish so we'll make it we'll make it work <laughs> okay um but just because you were outlining um activities should be the XP should be based on kind of the length of which they take to complete. And I agree with that. And I think bounties could supplement that. Um, is that if activities were evened out based on length of completion, I think the bounties could take the difficulty aspect. Mm-hmm. And I think if you were to have different tiers of bounties, uh, you don't even have to put them into different tiers, but have different payouts for different different tasks so if you were you were asking someone to do 100 primary kills give them a thousand if you were asking someone to run two strikes give them two thousand and just have the difficulty of the payout match the or the the amount of the payout of the xp match the difficulty Mm. of the of the bounty so that could Mm. supplement the the guaranteed xp you're going to get alongside when you're doing your activity so uh, also farmable would be nice yeah yeah and i think there's something to be said here for what if they just decided that all weekly bounties were going to be more and then like you're saying like it would ask you to do more but then same thing with the dailies you'd almost have to get rid of some of the dailies that are either too easy or too hard try to land more in the middle Mm -hmm. on on quantity and like you're saying time completion so then the xp payout is just like the activity xp payout it's in relation of what you're doing not you know because I mean, some bounties, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, the one I just did, I ran through 10 enemies and punched, and I got it. And this one, I'm going to have to wait to get my super twice, two to three times. So the time yeah. completion on those bounties is totally different, but I'm getting the same XP. Well, yeah, I, I would argue back that you could just get rid of the, the the idea of dailies and weeklies and just kind of have the bounties themselves not be daily or weekly, but just be repeatable for the day. And mm. then where it comes in is the diff if you're picking a hard one um it might be the equivalent of a weekly but at least it's you know as soon as you cash it in for the xp or for whatever rewards you could just go back to doing it and stay inside your activity yeah i mean maybe you're onto something maybe it would like you're saying there'd be tiers of bounties and they're just available all day and but you can only pick so many at a given time so if i'm going to go into strikes Mm. I can only have so many active, but I picked the really hard one because I want to get the maybe the more XP, and I know it's going to take me a little bit longer, but I have more time to play, so I know I'm going to be able to run five strikes. I'll get this done in five strikes. Maybe you can only play two or three strikes, so you're going to pick the easier bounties. Um, that's a whole new system, but if we're grabbing them mm. from orbit, there could be some room there to say we're getting rid of dailies, weeklies, and repeatables. Everything's repeatable, but there's tiers of XP payout in relation to what you're being asked to do, and you can only take so many in to a given activity at a given time. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't want to make the system too complicated and not too many tiers or too many lateral sort of um, paths because, you know, I think the main XP should be from the activity. But just as a supplement, you can pick harder difficulties and stuff. Yeah, and that would work well too if we got our wish and we got like a raid NPC you mm. could have 
really, really top tier bounties that are almost like a challenge. And mm. some people might be like, oh, I'm lucky if I get the, I'm, I'm going to be lucky if I complete the, the raid so they don't pick those, you know? But then obviously, a hardcore polished team could pick the harder bounties, do the challenges, and get the more XP. And I think that's a, that's another harmony that we want to see in the game. If you're doing more and it's challenging and taking more time, there should be a really, really good payout at the end of that. Mm. Just, just just for some days, if um, I know myself personally, if I don't have much time, I'll go on and do the bare minimum. Um, just even to get some XP off, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I think anything that's optional right now... Um, anything that's optional right now has to be it has to have some sort of a purpose um has to be some sort of a purpose behind it and right now bounty's sole purpose is xp to drive the artifact and the and the season pass and Mm. the hope would be that they would they would be able to maintain that purpose but not be like the only way so other things could suddenly have you know their purpose as well um and it'd be you know, co- bounties would be feel more complementary and more interwoven mm. into what you're doing. So it could feel like more of a choice instead of you know a need right now. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. do feel like a need. Yeah, no, that's that, I just wanted to interject that that idea into the conversation. No, I like that. I never consider that. You know, it's it's it would line up really well if they do something similar with x ex- with activity XP and and mm. and bounties could take on a similar structure. So I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for taking your time with me. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Launch it. <laughs> and Rexus, if you're there, go ahead. Hello. Hello. Uh, uh I've uh, noted. Uh, I've made some notes. Uh, I've got a few points, though. If you were already addressed, uh-huh. first your first call in. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh, what, stru- what struck my mind was, uh, currently what bothers me the most is, uh, after the fact that you have those very weird specific bounties like get auto-rifle kills and get sidearm kills, get bow kills, get void, get solo kills, uh, the next thing is I constantly have to go back to the tower and check vendors that live like half a map apart. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, what about uh, automatical bounties that are in the background? You don't have to go and uh, look up, oh, what is it this week, and then go grab it. Mm-hmm. Instead, we uh, instead we reverse the process. Instead of going to the tower first and then cashing everything in, mm-hmm. uh, you have those automatic bounties in the background uh, that just when they're cleared, you have them uh, in a tab, maybe at the have where they currently are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got them now, uh, and you also have a list, of course, of the ones that are available for the day. Yeah. When you've done them all, you go to the tower. They're like, okay, loot time. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, you can attach glimmer to it or whatever. As as you as was also said, maybe uh, legendary shards or planetary materials. And you go to the vendor. And then uh, to have it a little less transactional, uh, like just uh, oh, I'm popping into a menu and oh, now I get the stuff on the side. How about uh, you talk to the vendor and uh, he materializes a chest next to you and it spews all out. 
of course you catch everything automatically maybe adjust the radius especially for Zavala because mm -hmm. right behind him is uh, the abyss of the city <laughs> yeah like imagine if imagine a down, darn legendary falling off there or an exotic falling off into the abyss and bye bye but something like that you don't you don't have to tr uh, you don't have the uh, gathering part at the beginning and or and especially annoying also is you currently uh, have this maximum amount of bounties like you, you grab the bounties and then all of a sudden oh oh i because i've all i only got uh, the last two bounties and now i can't pick up the other ones and complete complete them so i have to first go complete some cash them in and then grab the others yeah i I always thought it'd be cool, and th this kind of goes hand in hand with updating the NPCs to be more like the obelisks. Like as you level them up, you get benefits and perks, and you have more of a long-term goal on the on them. Like you know, seasonally, you're seeing your rank go up. And I said it'd be cool if they would have like daily, weekly, and monthly objectives that, like you're saying, I, I'm not ticking it with me or picking it up. It's just it's it's advancing the more that I play. And then when you hit it, you know, you would get like a reward or something from Zavala or from Shax. And so, like you're saying, you would just jump into Crucible and be playing. And if they're letting you grab bounties from Orbit, you just jump into Crucible and start playing. And you know that, you know, after five matches, you're going to hit some daily or weekly objective. And that's going to make you go to, you know, to Shax to get something. So it's not a bounty. It's, it's an objective that that adds to your rank and standing with the NPC. You know, once you get these three things checked, you're basically done with your objective level. And then you have like your seasonal level and both those two go hand in hand as a way. This is again, one of those macro goals. So the micro goals of like daily milestone, daily bounty, daily, weekly, whatever. But the macro goal, you know, is more long-term and more, and more, um, more drug out. So I, I think what I've said about that would really go hand in hand with what you're saying. It's it's you're saying like it's in the background. It's not something that you're grabbing, and I think that would that would be kind of like the objective thing that I've talked about before. Um, and I really think some of the ideas that you and others and myself have had just really pair well with NPCs being more than like a token dumping ground or a bounty distributor. I think them having a rank and investing in them. Um, really really is something that is needed so you feel this sense of I'm ranking them up this is the main side of the game I play and I have evidence of my investment that isn't just like my season pass or my artifact getting leveled up you yeah know? And then, yeah that, that's another thing that currently the, art, uh, the season pass and the artifact is basically only uh, brought up with the uh, bounties yeah. Like, you've said that before. Uh, another thing is that I was uh, thinking about, like, regard. Uh, first of all, the idea with the uh, uh, with the raid bounties, rather with the uh, raid encounters giving more XP the further you go in the encounters. Uh, you could probably uh, take care of the problem of like, oh, they're gonna only go for the uh, last encounter. Uh, if you already managed to. Uh, adjust them regarding to the difficulty you could also go for a counter like you don't have like they already have i think they already have that in some uh in some way but more considered to loot i think 
that uh, the further you go with the encounter, the more like the the more XP you go. Like get get like uh, the first encounter gives you five hundred, then a thousand, but it only works if you have completed the encounters. Yeah, we talked. Oh, when did we talk about this? We talked about replaying raids and getting drops. Um, and when we talked about that, we talked about the idea that it would be like a bounty with a checkbox for each activity. And what would happen is you would say, okay, I can't, I can't just go run the same act, the, the same encounter over and over and over and over and over again. It would be more along the lines of, I run activities one, two, three, and four that satisfies the bounty I turn the bounty in and then I get loot from that. Now, I know that goes back to being transactional and I think they have a better loot system now that they could really rely on um, that would be that would be the uh, the better the better system is the, the, the loot system in the prophecy dungeon. But uh, along the lines of what you're saying is if they were going to do something like that in raids for XP or increase XP payout or, or increase or extra whatever setting it up in a way to as you were saying where you don't just keep running the last encounter it kind of forces you to do a complete run um i think that would be pretty good structure and it wouldn't be micromanaging the player it would be sort of respecting the the identity and theme of a raid um the identity and theme and feel of a raid is very much run at beginning to end running one encounter over and over and over again is really i think sort of grading against the spirit of a raid. So I agree with that. They, they would want to put things in place that really make you consider running the whole thing or not consider it, but like it's basically a requirement and it's not micromanaging you or forcing you. It's like, hey, if you want to do this extra thing, you can, but you have to run the whole raid, not just keep booting up final boss checkpoint over and over and over again. And believe me, I loved doing that in the dungeon. We just did the final boss over and over and over again, but there is a certain element of that that's a disrespect of how the dungeon's designed. So I think I can I can remove my player bias and be like, I love doing that, but I kind of don't think we should be able to do that. I should have to finish the dungeon to reset my loot drops to run it again, if that makes sense. I don't think I should have been able to do what I was doing. Just last boss, last boss, last boss. Even though it's effective, even though I like doing it, even though I found it satisfying, I can remove my bias and say, from a game design standpoint, I I should have to do dungeon beginning to end to reset drops. And, because, you know, look at what I'm doing. I'm taking in a fire team on my warlock, dropping them off, handing off, um, handing off, uh, the the team and then I come back in on another player like it's just it's so so backwards it's not it, it, that's not really how it's designed uh, and so I, I I agree with you on that point as well the, the only issue with uh, loot in regards to this I would have is uh, although I hope they aren't doing it anymore the way they did before uh, is uh, raid exotics like uh, oh, what's it called uh, 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 Anarchy, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I finally got it by redoing the raid boss. Like, I would prefer to not having to do this at all and having a quest like the Divinity instead. Yeah. If they keep that part up, uh, then I'm very, very fine also with the resetting. Like, I prefer the reset. Like, when you've done it, then you get loot again. But not just by redoing the same part of the raid. 
but actually doing the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think there's something to be said for that. Like I, I do think the exotics and raids kind of have to have their own treatment and their own rules because you I definitely don't want exotics from raids to be super easy, but I also don't want somebody running a raid 50 plus times never getting one. That's that's absurd. I think that's straining yeah. the player beyond the the breaking point. Yeah, that, and then you've got players that just have uh, RNG with them and Oh, hey, I got it on my first try. Like, yeah, good for you. I'm on my 50th. <laughs> yeah, and then you remove them from your like, friends list. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not fun. That's, yeah. I don't wish that for anybody. Yeah. All because right. Because that, that constantly oh. happens. Yeah. Uh, I've got another small thing real quick. If you've got time for me that long. No, yeah, yeah. You, you can uh, do one more thing. One one more thing is just a suggestion. Um at the current heat temperatures, um, try salad sauce instead of with uh, in if, uh, instead of uh, the usual uh, the usual sour thing that you put in. God damn it, uh, a cheddar balsamico or whatever you use. Use lemon juice. Because what what does that what does that help with? <laughs> uh, it feels more fresher. It doesn't feel as heavy. It, it feels <laughs> refreshing. It's it's great during the heat. I don't know how to describe it, because, but but try it. You'll love it. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Some food. Some food tips. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- I think that's mostly currently. As it. Okay. Uh, another thing is, what if you go for? Uh, if you do every at the end of every raid, you get a small little key. Mm-hmm. Like that would to encourage playing every of the uh, every of the uh, raids. Every one of the raids, you get a little key fragment. When you've done, and every raid gives a different one, when you're done, you get uh, a loot key and a chest in the middle of the tower. And you see people open them, actually, and yeah. dropping the loot. That could intent- incentivize, like, oh yeah, I should, ma- even if I'm just a casual, maybe I'll go for the uh, LFG Discord and try a raid for once. Just for fun. And it looks I- cool. Yeah, I like I like where you're going with that. I I think there's better ways to achieve that. I don't I I don't want to go back to getting raid loot in the tower. I even though it would require a raid run. I I think having a raid NPC that I level up and then maybe I can wear like a really amazing ornament or a really amazing like armor set. Um I think that I think that is is a great testimony in the tower of, "Oh wow, where did they get that armor that raid? Oh, they're running the raid, right?" It, so I think there's a way to achieve what you're saying without putting a tower chest that I open with a raid key. It, it, the spirit of the idea is good, but I recoil. I'm like, opening a box in the tower for a raid, you know, you know. So, but I think the spirit of what you're saying is good. Do something that makes it clear somebody in the tower has been running raids, and I would like to go do that as well. And I think gun and armor ornamentation that is very standout would be a really great way to do that you could see somebody even in the wild in the public space or even in a strike with you and be like how do they get that there's like they have like black wings or they've got like light pouring off of them what is that look at the the ornamental armor in age of triumph as an example of that it was very clear like whoa what is that even just the old school halos we've got for uh uh, raid completion for the week and uh, the uh, nightfalls on mm-hmm. a on the one hundred k nightfalls. Yeah, you would just just small things like that could already 
Like, I, I, I kind of miss my Halo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do too. Beyond, yeah, Beyond Hope, I had similar ideas about you'd have to run each part of the raid to get a complete key, and then I actually said you would take the key back in the raid and open one chest of your choice yeah. to give you some intentionality to say, I want the boots from the second encounter. One raid completion gives me a complete key. Run it again, open, the, open for the boots complete the raid, get another key, go back in. It's always giving you a key to carry over into the next raid. I like that idea as well, but I really think the Prophecy Dungeon loot logistics, I'm way more in favor of that than like a key system or a, a, a chest system. I think that the Prophecy Dungeon logistics are right where I want them. I like it more. Yeah, I guess you're right about that. But the the, the chests from the uh, the key the uh, chest from all the different raids would more be just like an additional goodie. Like you get showered in, maybe showered more in glimmer and uh, legendary shards more than you get big loot. It's it's more for you finally also get the uh, currency stuff because like I'm not an extreme casual player. Like in this between between a casual and hardcore. Yeah. And um, sometimes, especially for planter materials, I'm usually quite starved. Yeah, yeah. Because of the darn infusion. Yeah. All right. Well, good thoughts. I'm gonna go to the next caller. Thanks for calling in, Rexus. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. All right. I think I think we had one more. I think it was Techno coming to you. Techno, what do you got? Well, I was thinking sort of like a hybrid system for the raid bounties and everything between like a, the repeatables and the challenges. And again, with the tick marker check mark for each encounter. So like in the last wish new meta triumph where it says complete all these encounters with like this set of rules, make that like a challenge to do. And it just gives a fat chunk of XP and make bounties generally just gear focused instead of just massive XP pools. Yeah, I I I don't I don't like dislike the idea of moving away from XP and going towards more gear, but then I worry we're going to create more of a problem that we already have where you're 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 putting things into bounties and you're putting things into the NPCs in the tower and I would rather have things dropping out in the world. So, well, for like raids, there's that little uh, check marker whenever you pull out your ghost that says, you know, complete all these encounters and finish it, and you'll get a chunk of XP and like an extra drop. But if you just skip right to the boss, you don't get the XP and you only get a single drop. So you get better rewards for doing a full raid run than just joining in at the last boss. Like yeah, instead of yeah. wishwalling just to Riven, you get better loot if you go all the way through from the start. Yeah, you could do something like that. You could do something similar with Crucible and Strikes, like and after, for like after Vanguard, so many... you for like Vanguard, you pull out your ghost, you see like five challenges listed. You complete all five, you get a chunk you get a larger chunk of XP for completing all five, sort of like completing the eight bounties challenge in the tower. Yeah. And yeah, they did the challenges with the new set. They did the challenges in, in in vanilla year one. They did that where you like pulled out the ghosts, and so I I I'm not necessarily opposed to going back to that. I just sometimes I I'm worry about both, not like one or the other, but both. Right. So 
I'm always hesitant to either you're not you're not saying this but I'm always hesitant to swing from one system to another or in this case you want to add sort of like another system back or bring it back I'm always kind of like uh, is that going to create more problems than it was worth wouldn't it be easier to just refine what we have now um, that's just kind of my thoughts so I'm not opposed to it I do think that could be better especially and I, I honestly think your idea is best suited for raids not strikes or crucible I think it's perfect for raids because it would basically force not force you but incentivize and motivate you to run beginning to end instead of just cherry picking the final boss over and over and over so I think your idea is actually perfect for raids but I don't know if I want it everywhere because it might be maybe too much of a good thing. It's like, okay, I got challenges, I got bounties, I got strikes, I got the milestone. I got, you know, I, I don't know. Well, the challenges are basically just bounties you don't have to pick up that you just get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it fits perfectly with raids. Is kind of where I would land on it. I would like to see that in a raid, um, to motivate either playing the whole raid or beating beating encounters in a different way to maximize XP and rewards so people feel like that's the most rewarding pathway not just checkpoint farming a, uh, a boss so yeah like especially now with all the raids leaving being farmable no one really wants to run the full thing they just want final boss checkpoints and to farm those yeah yeah like, that's... I could not find a group of people to go do the sparrow race in the uh PCLFG Discord because they yeah. all just wanted to farm Anarchy at the final boss and yeah. I wanted my Fallen Armament so I could play easy mode in uh, November. See, and that's understandable though because the way they set up the Anarchy and the way you get the Anarchy that is the the pathway to take. So that's what Bungie has to consider is going forward if they're going to do the loot logistics of Prophecy Dungeon, are they going to create that same problem where for a month everybody just cannibalizes the raid and only runs final encounter to try to get an exotic um that's something they have to consider because it could really really collapse on itself and be worse and not actually good for raid engagement it would be better to say no you you do the whole raid and as you're saying if that challenge thing was in place your your chance for the exotic goes up as you do all those challenges, you arrive at the end of the raid, you beat it, and then the, you, there's your chance, and you run it through the whole the whole raid. Again, as I said to to you know Rex, it's 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 respecting the spirit of what a raid in a dungeon is supposed to be. And I'm saying this as somebody that was checkpoint farming the dungeon. I don't think I should be able to do that. I, I do think I should have to run it beginning to end. And uh, remember in Wrath of the Machine, the Siva key bits. Yes. How you could turn them into a key to get an extra drop from an encounter. I think adding something like that would be beneficial for raids too. If if we are having encounter specific loot instead of just general loot in the mm-hmm. raid, like in Garden of Salvation, I don't I don't even know if there's encounter specific loot because sometimes I just get the same thing for the entire raid. Garden no Garden's activity specific. You can't get you like you can't get the the gospel. Uh, at the beginning, you can't get the, what is it? Yeah, no, it's oh, specific. I don't get weapons. I only get helmets. You well, you only get helmet from the final encounter at Garden. You can't get. I don't think you can get I helmets. A, I got one from the consecrated mine where you had to shoot him for some reason. MG Avengers adding me in Discord, telling me I'm wrong, but I don't really feel the encounter specific drops in Garden as much as I did in like Wrath of the Machine or the D1 raids. 
I think that's because of loot distribution because you you are in fact um you're that's incorrect you you actually okay. there is every encounter has a set drop but I think the problem is the loot propensity has a, probably affected your experience you're like I just keep getting the same stuff because there is a heavy lean towards like energy weapons um, why is each... sushi adding me about the worst auto rifle in the game oh sweet yeah sweet business sweet business is terrible yeah there you go thank you avenger so encounter one is the zealots reward fusion the bow or the legs and then encounter two is reckless oracle the shotgun or the arms and then gospel the pulse rifle and the chest is at encounter three and then the last encounter is sniper head mar- uh class item so yeah it's it's definitely set um unfortunately it's so overwhelmed with energy weapons that i wonder if that kind of like it's it, it affects people's almost experience and memory because you you've done it and you've done it a bunch of times but your memory is i always get the same stuff and i think that's because the propensity is so stacked towards one direction yeah i can agree with that like when i first saw garden of salvation collection badge and there wasn't a power weapon in there I'm like, I want to take a power weapon, even if it's like another Apex Predator, but at least give me a power weapon. Yeah, and the other thing people use the raid for is leveling, so I think that's also a lot of what happens to the person's memory is you keep getting energy weapons or whatever, and it doesn't help you level. So all you know is, I ran raids for weeks and just kept getting the same stuff because it didn't, it didn't help you level, and that's... That's another thing with loot distribution and raids that needs to be looked at. If it's going to be a means by which we level up, you can't have it so slanted the way that Garden is. And, like, no power weapon for a raid especially is just... is honestly bizarre. <laughs> it's honestly bizarre. So... Alright, I am going to... I'm going to end it there, chat. That's a, that's a good call-in. Thanks for calling in, Techno. Yep. I'm going to keep streaming, but I'm going to end the call-in. If you're listening to this elsewhere and you want to be part of these call-ins, you can use sntrpresents.com. That takes you to the Patreon. You can become a VIP there or click join or exclamation point join in chat on YouTube to pick a VIP to be part of these call-ins. I appreciate all the direct support. Uh, If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can use say no to rage.com and that brings you to the channel so you can watch live. I'm going to keep streaming, so don't go anywhere, but if you're listening elsewhere, please like, share, and subscribe.